0: Hello and welcome to the J Train podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. This is our second best of episode. This is the intro to our second best of episode. To update you, if you didn't listen last week, we'll do a quick update, but the podcast is changing. January 1st will be the new updated version of the J-Train podcast. It is going to be a studio show. I, right now, as I see it, it is The View for Idiots. That's how I'm describing it. Um, It's going to be news items, pop culture, and it's going to be games and fun and more consistent co-hosts. And this month, leading up to that, I wanted to take a minute to step back from the show, highlight some of the... Guests that I loved having on, I you know I, I never really there's nobody I have a bad memory of. I I just these are the highlights, the ones you loved as well. Today's guest, Yamanika Saunders. Yamanika is a fan favorite. She's my favorite. I love hanging out with Yamanika. I love talking with Yamanika. I love hanging with her. Uh, she's just wonderful in every way, and I, I, and I, I'm also, I'm also a fan of hers too. Like I, I'm, I just can't say enough nice things. I want you all to go follow Yamanika. And this episode is from January 18th, 2018. So we're gonna take a trip way back. This is pre-pandemic. This is pre, which feels like. A thousand years ago. I, and there was some stuff in the episode. I went and listened to it um, that I just wanted to go through before we get to it. So here's what I'm going to do on this episode leading into the, the, you know, uh, the, the repost of the episode from 2018. It's called Types Go Home to Masturbate. That is the title of the episode. I'm going to go through... What we talked about, kinda the you know, a recap of this episode before we get into it. Um, I'm gonna do some ads. We have some sponsors. These are holiday time sponsors. So, you know, the deal is if the sponsor can help you use the code and you help the show. Again, a lot of this revamp is trusting the audience to um, you know, kind of follow along and, and and I want the audience to grow. That is always the goal of putting out anything on the internet is to grow, is to uh, find more ear, ear, ear sockets and eyeballs and all those things. So, um, you know, we and we got a bunch here. I'm not going to lie to you. We got six sponsors that I'm going to go through as I go through recapping the episode. But also, I got some stories from the week. If you're a Coffee with J Train listener on Patreon, I'm going to do a little bit of that as we get into this Uh, intro I got some stories from things that happened on the way out to Phoenix Um, and as you know I got shows just go to jaredfree.com just added Houston New Orleans is coming I don't know if I have the link out yet Um, Olympia Washington I'm coming back to Washington State Uh, Vancouver just added I'll be in Albany this weekend. I'm in San Diego for the end of the year. Houston, that's coming up quick. Madison, Wisconsin, jaredfree.com. And then New York, I'm adding a second show. So New York, New York uh, Town Hall. Uh, We are sponsored. ExpressVPN, tune out the Hallmark movies this year with ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an awesome app that lets you change your online location so you get access to the movies and shows that are only available in other places. Easily watch The Office on UK, Hulu, and thousands of other shows. Changing your location is easy. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change your location to wherever you want, refresh your streaming service, and you have a whole new library of shows and movies waiting for you. ExpressVPN helps you access more content on all of the streaming services, Disney+, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and more. I'm going to tell you right now, what a wonderful way to, like, hang in your comfy cozies this holiday season we're always looking for new stuff to watch and you go to your same home screen and you're brought down the same roads you were last time you opened up the streaming service so this is gonna actually refresh your home screen which is the most important part because when you open up netflix hulu whatever you go down the same roads and it's pushing the same things it's always pushed. This is a little refresh on that. You know, changing your location isn't just, it's it's not just refreshing, you know, where you are and the type of library you get. It's just refreshing what they're going to show you. You can use ExpressVPN on all your devices, so whether you're at home or on the go, you'll never run out of stuff to watch. So if you're sick of all the cheesy shows on streaming this holiday season, gift yourself a brand new library of content. Go to expressvpn.com slash jtrain right now and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Free! That's expressvpn.com slash jtrain, expressvpn.com slash jtrain to learn more. So that's our first of six, okay? We got a lot of sponsors You know, use the promo codes. They might help you. It might be a good gift-giving opportunity. This is the time of year. So, Yamanika comes on the show, and what's so interesting to me is it starts with a conversation about 600-pound life and 90-day fiancé. At the time, Yamanika was doing, like, what I do for The Bachelor for 90-day fiancé. And I used to love watching it, and I forgot that she had done that. And... If in looking back on this episode, I also used to live tweet the Bachelor, and that moved towards yelling at it on my Instagram stories. It's so interesting to hear Yamanik and I like kind of talk back and forth about how we're kind of promoting these shows and how ABC and um, the channel that does uh, Ninety Day Fiance, TLC, should be paying us. We talk about that. Um, it's just very. Um, interesting to hear that conversation and kind of the what became what you know especially for me doing the live stream of The Bachelor and something that's become a big part of my life to hear kind of us talking about that and how and 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 enjoying the version that we were doing then um if if you remember we did uh music drops we would do drops so The J train podcast used to be very male skewed listenership. So what we would do is we had these drops, these sound drops. And if we got a woman writing in, we did this like big riff where it was like female email. And then we did one for men because then it started evening out. So we did male email or whatever it was. And it's funny to hear those back. And, you know, there's an element of fun and stupidity that I want to bring back to the show. Hearing that from the old podcast, I think it gave it life. I think it made it more fun. I think the drops were funny. And I, I, I kind of am happy that we're heading back that way instead of a more serious direction. Um, and then there's another part. Um, I, I love hearing... The area code method, which was a bigger thing back in the day, people used to write in where they would rate someone and we would say, anyone can use it. It wasn't for men, women, whatever. Anyone that wanted to use the area code method. And it started as a college thing. I was, it was basically these guys that I hung out with uh, when I was like living at NYU um, and they were all NYU guys that I went to like semester abroad with they all had this they would they would rate girls they'd be like oh they they were a face body personality so it was like you know nine eight seven you know seven eight nine was so people used to write in with their own area code method to describe who they were dealing with in the in the email so that was interesting to hear back and then we do an email about um Basically, so then the emails are about filtering out crazies on the apps, which it was interesting to hear someone write in there saying, I want to FaceTime someone before I go on the date. This is pre-pandemic. Like I, I could understand why then that was even un, more unheard of. And and now I I I tried thinking for all these emails if my opinion had changed. If someone was to call before a date, I when I listened back to myself, I was like way against it. If I was to refresh the opinion, it was and, and I did mention this a little bit on whether someone should call or FaceTime before the date. I think the only part of that that would that would annoy me and I agreed with my past self was if someone made it their personality. That would be the only thing that would be too much for me. If someone said, well, I only talk on the phone. And it's like, yeah, but we just met on a dating app. This is as 2023 as it gets. So let's not act like you're above this situation. If you, I can believe that if you had a fun conversation and then you said, hey, Um, I'm actually, you know, just hanging at home. You want to jump on the phone real quick? I would do that. There would be nothing wrong with it if it's said in the right way. I think so many of things is how do you deliver the medication? If you're someone out there who's like, I just like to talk on the phone and make sure we should go out. I think that's okay. If you're saying that to the person, I, I think that, It's almost like I'm being tested. I'm trying to think if I would... I'd always be okay with it, but I'd also be like... It it would depend on how good our rapport was on messaging. Like, I think if you have good rapport on messaging, they're, they're really... What's the need at this point? We've had really... But if it's... You know, I guess now I'm rethinking how I feel today... If we had a, like a fine conversation, then you're like, okay, let's have a call. I'd be like, what are we doing here? We can go talk to someone else. Maybe let's go back in the grab bag. There might be someone better for both of us. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. If we need a call, what are we doing here anyways? That would be my thing. You know, because here's the thing. A dating app, it's easy to get a match. It's way easier. And, and you might be sitting there with no matches going, well, is it? Well, compared to a bar, yeah it's just there's more people more the numbers are easier there's there's more 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 and extra so if we can't figure it out in this easiest way to meet maybe we should go back to the easiest way to meet maybe we should just go, i i kind of have that feeling like i i don't know forcing things from an app meeting to me isn't worth it that'd be my opinion nowadays now if a conversation if We're texting and, hey, I can't do a date this week, but I can get together next Tuesday. Want to jump on the phone, you know, this Thursday and, you know, uh, and and chit-chat over some coffee? Yeah, I think that would be a a normal thing, but it would be more, it would be normal. There was another email. Oh, so then there was another part about how Yamanika was was doing No Dick 2017. And she was going to um, have all the dick 2018. Or, and that was her plan. And I thought this was so funny because I specifically remember Yamanika talking about No Dick 2017. And that was the other thing that came up during this episode. We did our first, li- or it was right around the time I was doing live J-Train podcasts from the comedy cellar. And this was the kind of what ended up becoming the live you up podcast. I I gotta say, I, was, you know, I'll give myself credit. I, I don't think I do that too often. I was doing live podcasts very early on. I thought that there was a way and, and treating them as live podcasts that were somewhat different than, the podcast you were getting. I remember the first one we did was at Stand Up New York and there were like 20 people there and we had people put questions into a bucket to ask, you know, me and the guest on stage and how hard it was to get people to ask questions and how I realized you got to have games and we got to make this more. I remember thinking it's got to be more Jerry Springer than stand up show or podcast. It's got to be more living, breathing talk show, Wendy Williams, than it, than it can be the podcast you tape in a studio. And I and I believe that to this day. I think if someone's doing a live podcast where you're just sitting there and it's as if you're in the studio, to me, that's a waste of money. I, I don't think that's really a, a a show worth leaving the house for. So we were doing Dating at Makeovers then and Yamanika was my guest. This is how... And and we did it at the Comedy Center. So that was cool to hear about uh, on this episode. And Yamanika talked about No Dick 2017. So I want to bring... I I, I texted Yam and I was like telling her about the changes to the podcast. And I was like, your episode is going to be a best of this week. And I said to her, I was like, I just want to get your opinion on No Dick 2017 and all the Dick 2018 If I remember it, I'm sure she remembers it. Give me what you feel, you know, in retrospect, what's your and I'm going to play that right now. So let's play that right now. Um, And I'm I'm marking the time so we can get this in. Uh, Play it right now before we get to it. The greatest gift you can give your loved ones this Christmas is to shave your balls. Nobody's going to do it for you. It's time to take control of your life with Manscaped. Manscaped makes sure your grooming is in check with everything you need to look and feel amazing. Their new Performance Package 5.0 includes the lawnmower 5.0 Ultra Body Trimmer, the Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, their Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion, and Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. I love Manscaped, and I will say it's a great gift. Men generally don't take care of themselves in these ways. And, you know, going to the bathroom and, and showering is utilitarian. You know, if you look at you know, a lot of women have their pre-bed skincare routine. It is as if they've turned their bathroom into a spa. They got their creams. They have their lotions. I'm sure for some of you, the pre-bed skincare routine is somewhat of a meditation. I think this is something men miss out on. And that's what Manscaped gives you, especially with the the performance package 5.0. It comes with all this great stuff that's going to make you know, the bathroom, a little less utilitarian for your boyfriend, for your husband, for your fiance, for your dad or brother. It's not going to be, here's your ball shaver, dad. It's, hey, here's a whole night of just feeling good about yourself. The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra does all the heavy lifting with two next-gen blade heads, one for taking a little off the top, and the other is a smooth foil blade for a super close shave. It's even waterproof, so you can knock out your shaving routine while you shower. Get 20, 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code JTRAIN. Okay, that's two of six. We got more. There's a lot more deals in this intro. But I want to play the Yamanika part if I haven't already.
1: Hey, guys. It's Yamanika here. And... Listen, you guys know I love coming on the podcast with Jared. You know, I love Jared. One of the things you may not know is that he is one of my favorite people in comedy. I truly consider him to be a brother of comedy. I don't think I've ever had a bad moment with Jared. He is just too good to be true. One of the things I love about Jared is that he lets me come on the podcast anytime I want and just say any old thing. Like, remember when I came on and I talked about No Dick 2017 and then turned right around and said, I'm going to have... All the dick 2018? Well, now that we're in 2023, let's talk about that. Did I think no dick 2017 was a good thing? In hindsight, it was. Um, Did I have all the dick in 2018? No, I did not. But one of the things I do appreciate is taking time and taking a break from allowing men to enter my spirit in an intimate and physical way. I think every woman and every man should take a break if you're not in a committed relationship. Take a break from intimacy with Men, women, whoever you're dealing with, and just be with yourself. One of the things I appreciate about not having any intimacy in 2017 was that I got to be intimate with myself in a bunch of ways that was very healing. One of the things I'll also tell you is that in 2019, I probably got a dick that I truly regretted. But even in that dick that I regret, I appreciate the fact that I had the experience with it because... I was able to find a different part of me and heal in a different way. So whether you're having all the dicks or none of the dicks, all the vaginas or none of the vaginas, always remember, find self first, be intimate with you, be connected with yourself, and it won't matter who you allow into your spirit because you won't just let anybody be intimate with you once you've been intimate with yourself. I love you guys.
0: Okay. Other emails. Uh, there was an email about making love versus fucking. Um, I think the advice that I, 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 I listened to, I love this conversation. It was a fun conversation. It was an honest one. I definitely thought the post-dick, post post-sex dick, post dick looking different than pre-sex dick is something that made me laugh, and it is true. Um, I And... I I thought it was so interesting. I wish we had talked, you know, if I was thinking of what we had talked more about. I love the post, post-intimacy post talk is is really a good spot. I, I believe in that advice. Ask questions naked, I think, is a really um, piece of advice that I, sometimes I wish I would take in my own relationships, in my own, you know, uh, whatever. So I, I thought that was good advice, and I also... The conversation, and I i don't know, maybe this is a stand-up bit of like um, the way w- women are interested in balls. I've had that happen, and and hearing it talked about, it, I'm like, yeah, I've had that happen in my life where you're with someone, and the, and the woman is always just like, Lou, what are these balls? I, I thought that was a fun conversation. Um, and then there was another email about going back to school, and... I thought it was very interesting about going back to school and, and meeting a woman back at school who hadn't graduated yet and he had just graduated. That was another thing. These emails ring young. They all they ring young, but they also bring me back to mistakes I've made, thoughts I've had, you know, the, the, the point of view that I wish was different. Like this guy who's going back to school and debating whether to date the girl, if I was to refresh the advice, um, the one thing I kept thinking of is like, and we did say it, Yamanika and I both said it, it as like, chill, like go back, have fun. This person's in college mode. This idea of I have graduated, now I am a adult, this idea of adulting. And I it kind of, it feels like the subtext of that email where it's like, well, I'm an adult now. I need to do adult things. And how much that is a waste of time, especially, you know, I think of those like four years after college, and I'm like, there was no adult. There was like kind of like fake adulting. You know, I maybe some people did a better, you know, got right into it. But it, I, to me, I was like, it was almost like this guy was convinced himself that because the bell rung on college, the bell rung on life, and he needed to organize everything and get it all together. So yeah, that was something that I heard in that email. And then there was another, the last email is about uh, a girl with large breasts and how it has big boobs, but they're not promiscuous. So they felt that they were always judged about big boobs. I think that is such a real thing that doesn't get a lot of time. You know, it's one of those things, you know, so many, we talk about who has it hard and who, Who has, you know, um, privilege and not privilege? And I think the big boob one is a hard one to really navigate because I guess you would say that, you know, the the dumbest person would be like, yeah, what a privilege. Big boobs. You can get anything you want. Any dude. And you're like, well, uh, I wouldn't want every conversation, you know, drenched in, sexualization I can understand and and that's a harder thing to tell people like yeah this is hard this isn't easy I don't think it's I don't know maybe I'm giving myself too much credit I'm not myself I'm just I maybe I'm not giving people enough credit to not it doesn't seem like people understand that this is an issue because that girl writing in I I it was a real issue for her and how you get around it and it was an interesting conversation about types and how if someone's just pursuing you because you're their type how short uh a pursuit that will be i thought that was interesting because you know i've been guilty of that you know you go this is hot person i I'm, I'm into it and then you're there you know and then it becomes well you know do we get along as as people and you go ah this isn't the match but Ah, so, you know, so my type, you know, and you go, you know, type doesn't keep you around very long. Uh, And I kind of agree with the advice given that. And then we did the news. That was another thing we hadn't done forever. The news, uh, we talk about micro cheating, um, which now micro cheating, it's funny hearing that news item. And it was like, I don't think we categorized things as much then as we do now. Now everything has a name. Like it was interesting to hear us talk about micro-cheating and it didn't come up like, oh, is this like that? Or is this like this? It was it was like new to have a term for something. You know, now it's like ghosting and breadcrumbing and, you know, uh, zombying and, uh, you know, T-Boeing and Heismaning, I don't know. All these different things have everything has a name. Everything's been categorized. Everything has been put into phylums and categories. It was interesting to hear this micro-cheating story and have it not really have that. It, it, it just It was like almost weird to us that it had a name. It felt like, you know, again, 2018 feels like it was yesterday and a thousand years ago at the same time. So we're sponsor people. If you're heading home for the holidays, you're going to need a suitcase that'll fit your clothes and all the presents you're bringing with you. Base has you covered. Their luggage was created by actress Shay Mitchell, who needs to be able to pack a lot of stuff. These suitcases help you travel effortlessly. Everywhere you'd want a pocket, there's a pocket. Every feature you could dream up, Base has. They've got a cushioned handle. I, I'm a Base user, and let me say, the cushioned handle didn't think I needed it as much as I do. 360-degree gliding wheels, a built-in weight indicator, and even washable bags for your dirty clothes. I have the base bag and the weekender. I use them both. I, you know, I travel every weekend. I put my full stamp of approval on this luggage. It is fantastic. It fits everything I need. I, I got to say, it's 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 it looks good. It's it's. I've been using it for now. I think two years. So it's wear and tear. If it can handle my schedule. It'll handle yours. For shorter trips, they have the Weekender bag. I love it. Uh, Really sleek and still fit a ton of stuff. It also has a space for your shoes and dirty laundry that it doesn't get mixed in with all the other stuff. It's really great. I'm a huge fan of Bass. Right now, Bass is offering our listeners um, 5% 5 off your first purchase by 15. Sorry. I was like... uh, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash JTrain. Go to basetravel.com slash JTrain for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S Travel.com slash JTrain for 15% off. Okay, so that is the recap of the episode that is coming to you um, after we Tell some stories from the week. Um, but I'm really excited. It's cool that... I, I mean, I love Yamanika. You guys go follow her if you don't already. She's so funny. It was also cool to hear, like, what was going on then. You know, I remember Yamanika was on Laugh Mob. Like, Laugh Mob was this show by Cypher Sounds. It was on True TV. Like, just what a blast from the past. What a cool listen. Um, So, this week started off. I... I have, I was working out outside for the last three years, since 2021. Well, during the pandemic, I was like, oh my God, no gym means I'm in trouble. No gym sitting inside, locked down, I'm in trouble. And at the time, I had a fan that was like, that I had interacted with and she did some sponsorship, I think on this podcast with her company. I I thought she was a trainer and I messaged her being like, Hey, I'm looking for some help during the pandemic. I know people are looking for work and looking to, you know, do training because you can't go in the gym. I was wondering if you'll train me. And she's like, I'm not a trainer. And that's who put me in touch with Forzag. So Forzag then put at Forzag on Instagram, Matt Forzaglia. He's great. He's a fantastic trainer. He's a he-man of a man. He's in incredible shape and just killing it. He's a really good teacher, I'll say. He's really good. And he started training me over FaceTime, and he sent me bands in an Uber to you know during the lockdown. And then his workouts, I really enjoyed just he had some of them taped, so I enjoyed that I could take his workouts that were already taped. I could put it on my phone and I could just go to uh, you know a mental space and get them done in 45 minutes. So that's what I've been doing since the pandemic his his workouts that he had taped. He's got like uh, so many of them. And when I moved to the West Village, there's this field that's out on the highway. And I would go and work out on the field and then You know, I would be outside in the elements. I had my weights with me. It was great. There was a point where I was like, and and getting out in the cold is hard. It's just, it's like getting into a pool. If the water's Luke, you jump right in. If it's cold, you might take a little longer to get in that water. And that's where I was at. Right now. It is freezing in New York. I'm traveling a lot. And I was like, I I don't like where my fitness is at. I want to be doing better. That has a lot to do with drinking. I want to drink less. And I'm like, I just noticed that I was like finding myself unmotivated. And if you're unmotivated and it's cold, you ain't going to the gym. So this week, I joined a gym. And it's been a long time. I joined an Equinox, which has its own... Um, social, uh, you know, things that go with it. You know, people hear Equinox and they're like, ooh, my word, fancy pants. You know, they get into this whole thing. And, oh, I work out in an alley with with a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, trash sacks. And, you know, everyone has to let you know how horrible they have it. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> it's... A, <laughs> i'm going to the equinox it's beautiful they got a great shower they got a steam i'm i walked in i was like i can't believe i worked out outside for that long i actually had a moment the funniest part about going to an equinox is how it, it does take itself seriously to me when you join a gym come on in what are they going to show you it's like when someone's like tore my house what do you, is your, do you have secret passageways Do you have a fun room with a bunch of, you know, games that I can play? What is the tour? I'll, and I just, I don't need a big tour of anything. I'll figure it out. And, and I don't know. I don't want to go on a tour of a, you know, you, I walk into Equinox and they're like, do you have an appointment? No, I don't have an appointment. This isn't the dentist. Can I join your gym? And they're like, well, do you want a tour first? And I go, it's no problem. Cause I don't want to go on the tour of a gym and go, ooh, that's that's a machine I use. Nothing looks dumber to me than people touring a gym. Ooh, that's a treadmill I would use. Ooh, ooh, I'd like to lose 30 pounds on that. You know, like I don't I don't I don't know. I feel stupid. And and here's where our towels are. And I'm sure, let me let me be empathetic. I'm sure giving the tour. You feel a little stupid. I also feel, and I'm also sure there is something on that tour that would have piqued my interest. I would have gone, oh, good to know. I'm willing to give up the one thing I'm missing out on that I would have liked to have known to not have the 30-minute waltz around the gym that I have to do a whole act for. Oh, whoa, oh, that is nice. Oh, yeah, I do like the elliptical. Hmm. And a little piece of me is is like feels that it's like a little bit like entering prison like fresh meat like oh there's for all the trainers to look at oh here's the person who hates his body enough to join a gym <laughs> you know like it, it, it like you're being toted around so that they see who they can start talking to to try and get them into a package yeah that's a cynical way to look at the world but I'm just telling you this is how I feel. So I go, no tour. He goes, okay, come on in my office. So I go to the office. And this is when I, I, the guy goes, okay, so what are you looking for? And I'm like, to join a gym. And he goes, he pulls out a, a menu. And one is that you can do at this price that comes with a, I think the Hudson Yards Equinox where they have an outdoor pool. And then there's the second, you know, the cheaper price that's without Hudson Yards, meaning no outdoor pool. I'm okay. Don't need the outdoor pool. I'm 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 totally fine. Okay, great. So I I (laughs) so I go for the cheaper version. And then he goes, he literally goes to take out a pen and paper, and he goes, Okay, so what are we looking for in our gym experience? I laughed right away. I, I don't know what I can tell you. Like, I at that point, like, I wanted to just be as sad as possible. Like, because what is he... What is someone telling this person that they're going to write down and go, oh, I guess we're going to put you into this uh, class. You know, like, there's, there's join the gym and not join the gym. I just told you I want to join. Like, what is... Oh, you know, and this year has been tough. Like, I'm sure people do go into their, like, thing because everyone's looking for a reason to talk about themselves. I know that. Everyone, look at me. I'm on a podcast talking to myself in the middle of a hotel room in Phoenix. I, I I, am one of these people. I have ample opportunity to talk about myself. I have this to talk about myself. So I can understand that someone walks into Equinox and they go, so what are you looking for in your gym experience? And they pull out a pad and pen. And they're like, well, Grammy died seven months ago and I've been thinking a lot about cake. So I guess I'm here now. And it all started when I was eight years old. Like, I, I'm not going to do that. I laughed when he pulled out the pad and I go, let's just go here. Credit card. Please stop this madness. I don't need to go through this. Get out of here. And so I joined a gym. I'm, I'm happy there. The minute I took a shower after my workout, I was like, I can't believe I've, I've been outside for this long. Uh, the shower alone was worth it. Sponsored. I know what I'm getting my mom for Christmas this year. And if you're a regular listener, you, you, so do you. I'm my mom's Nutraful pusher. You know this. I, my mom loves Nutraful. So it's only right that I get her stocked up for the holidays. Nutraful is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that uses science-backed ingredients to target the root causes of hair thinning. This brand has you take a quiz, figures out why your hair is thinning, then gives you a specific formula to get you back those luscious locks. Listen, my mom is a tough customer. She has come back to me for Nutrafol for now a couple years now. She loves it. She sees a difference. Uh, I love that they have a test. Uh, Not all solutions are for everybody. And listen to these numbers. I mean, my mom loves it. She's Every time I'm there. She needs more, she needs more. 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol for six months. 86% of women saw improved growth in the same amount of time. This stuff really works. Take the first step to visibly thicker, Healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering J Train listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrifull.com and enter promo code Feather. Find out why over 4,000 uh, healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrifull.com, spelled N U T R A F O L.com, promo code Feather. That's Nutrifull.com, promo code Feather. I got more stories from the week. This one was, like, annoying to me. Um, and, and I, I don't want to call anyone out, but it is, it is something. You know, sometimes my mom my whole life has said I'm sensitive. She's, oh, you're so sensitive. And it, and it was always meant, what bothered me about, oh, you're so sensitive, I get it from my dad and mom, is, is it was kind of, to me, it was a shushing device. When someone tells you you're sensitive, oh, you're feeling this too much. Sometimes I don't care, but I notice. Noticing isn't caring. Noticing can just be noticing, in my opinion. If I tell you I don't care, but I notice, d- take it for, leave it at that. Some people can't hear that. Some people can't hear, oh, look what I notice, and they go, whoa, I guess you're a little, ooh, a little sensitive baby. No. Noticing is noticing. I'm just telling you. Sometimes I'm just letting you know what's going on. No offense taken. Uh, so I'm not offended by this. I'm just telling you what happened. And to me, this is strange. I told a few people, no one seemed to understand what I meant and maybe I'm wrong. I, okay, maybe I'm wrong. There's a Instagram account. Um, I'll look them up right now called Hey Alma. Okay, so let me let me start with I was in a movie. I, I was in a movie. I, I, I probably talked about it I, I've talked about it. Um very cool. Um was, and it's called Thirty One Candles. And um it's a it is called Thirty One Candles, and it's a movie about a guy getting his bar mitzvah at thirty-one because he's trying to hit on his bar mitzvah tutor he wants to it's and it's a rom-com it's a and it's a rom-com that happens to deal with a lot of jewish stuff so the cast is a lot of jews um and which is cool um i was proud to be a part of it and i was proud to be a part of it because what i've never been in a movie it's an independent film so i don't know where it's gonna like come out made by a guy named Jonah Feingold, who's a great guy I've known for a little bit. Uh, very talented. Um, just all around great. And I was excited to be in it. So, But also, I'm not an actor. Um, I had like eight lines. I was in four filming days. I was a part of it. And then this week it gets announced on Variety. So that's like the Hollywood rag, so to speak. And I'm bringing it up right now. So, Variety has this come out. Xmas director Jonah Feingold sets romantic comedy 31 Candles with Jackie Sandler, who's Adam Sandler's wife, Jared Freed, and Dale Moss. And then it says exclusive. That was the Variety headline. Okay? which is very cool, not expected, not something that I was like hoping for. I don't do a movie with eight lines in it thinking, well, they're going to have big old Jared Freed in the headline. No, 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 no. that's not my thought at all. But I, when you see something, and I, uh, this got posted and I got tagged, and Dale Moss is from The Bachelor, so he's in it. And again, they're putting the names in the headline that I guess have the following. Of a certain kind, which I totally understand from a variety standpoint, clickbait. That's the world we live in. Fine. I saw that, and it wasn't like I—I I, I was surprised, thought it was cool, moved on. So now, Hey Alma reports on it. Now Hey Alma, I'm on their site, is a Jewish feminist publication bringing you a diversity of voices. Home of Jew or not Jew, um, a 70 Faces media brand, Lincoln Bio. So I'm familiar with Hey Alma. I think we've done stuff together in the past. Not sure. Now, Jewish feminists, I mean, with with what's going on in the world and Jews are in the news and, and, um, you know, that was part of the reason i felt good about being in this movie i was like okay good we can have a positive jewish news item and movie and all fun and games and then but with what's going on you know and it it, it you know you go i guess like so hey alma does a, uh, reports on the Variety report, okay? Alert, a movie about an adult bar mitzvah is coming. 31 Candles, starring Jonah Feingold, Jackie Sandler, and Catherine Cohen also features a real life bar mitzvah. Catherine Cohen is fantastic, hilarious, has been on the podcast, big fan of hers. My name, not in the title anymore. Okay, Jewish feminist uh, publication, fine. So then I go to the body of the article. They, the movie also stars Jackie Sandler, Caroline Aaron, Katherine Cohen, Larry Owens, Talia Saskauer, uh Judy Gold, and, and and I'm gone from this too. And it kind of depressed me. <laughs> I did say I didn't care. I no, I was depressed by it especially what's going on in the world. Everyone's like, oh, we got to support Jews. We gotta, and I'm getting all these messages from people. How could you not be supporting other Jews? with What's going on? And it's like, so you just took me out. So I'm, am I not Jewish enough? Was I, was I, was I, was I, is it because I'm a guy, a straight guy? Like, I guess the part to depress me, it brought me back to, I went on Adam Carolla's podcast. And I wasn't happy with the experience. <laughs> this is Jared complaining hour. I wasn't happy with the experience there. It felt like um, it was a very political... Everything Carolla talks about has to be politicized. And, it, and to me, that's not fun. Um, but he did mention, and he, he made this point, and the reason he politicizes everything is to something he said in that podcast. He said... You either live on, you either swim in the ocean or you live on the beach. He says you die in the breakwater, and it felt that was a moment where I felt like I was in the breakwater. And what he meant by that, he's like, you got to take an extreme opinion to make a living, and that's why he politicizes everything. It spoke to he, you know, some he said the quiet part out loud, as they say online these days. The quiet part that he admitted to is that he politicizes everything because that's the way he believes you can, the only way you can make money as a personality. So he goes completely right on every discussion. If you go, if you want to go listen to something and just dissect it from a different perspective, we have this discussion of iced coffee and how he likes no ice in his coffee. And I said, I like a lot of ice. And he goes, and he immediately goes into, you want them to fill the ice all the way over the top where they even can't even put a top on? And I said to him, I go, why does it have to be so much ice that you can't put the cap on? Why can't it just be enough ice to fill up the whole glass so I have cold coffee the rest of the... Again, he even politicized. He even made my iced coffee extreme. So as... Jared Freed, um, who has no, you know, affiliation with anything, who's just Jewish, normal, outside of a suburb, just join Equinox, Jared Freed, to have Hey Alma take you out of the article, you go, what the fuck's that about? I guess I, you know, you know, I don't know. I was, you know, I was too, I, I didn't, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking into it too much. It, it did. I, I, And again, I'm just noticing. I'm not like living with this every day, but I did notice that it's just like, it, it felt like a, 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 it felt like it was done on purpose. Cause he go, oh, you know, I don't know. Just bizarre to me. We're sponsored. Christmas socks are fun and all, but what about Christmas underwear? MeUndies lets you celebrate the season with fun-themed underwear. Get in the spirit with their gingerbread men, string of lights, and polar bear patterns. If you really want to have some fun, snag a pair with Grogu in a Santa hat. I'm a Grogu fan. Not only is their underwear fun to wear, but MeUndies is ridiculously comfortable. Their elastic waistbands don't roll. Their fabrics are soft with durable stitching, and they use low-impact dyes and ethically sourced materials. Listen, I love MeUndies. Here's the thing. Every one of you have a pair of underwear that you're dealing with. You don't like it. You don't want it. Throw it away. Throw it away. Go to MeUndies. Use this promo code and make... The back of your rotation as good as the front of your rotation. If you're not in, and they're really comfortable. I'm wearing them now. If you're not a patterns person, MeUndies has the classic colors and styles anyone will love, all with their signature breathable fabric. It's really good underwear. I wear it every day. It's fantastic. Knock out your holiday shopping today and get twenty percent off your first order. off plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash JTrain that's MeUndies.com slash JTrain uh, for 20% off plus free shipping MeUndies comfort from the outside in I got one more sponsor okay I'm gonna keep telling my stories I did a show at Gotham Comedy Club um, and this is kind of like on the subject of like what do people think about you why you know what a oh you know Get that straight bro out of this Hey Alma article. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Um, I go into the Gotham Comedy Club and I did the show there on Tuesday. And Gotham is a club. You know, the comedy cellar, Gotham has been in my corner for as long as I can remember. I love that club. I love the people who work there. It's just a very comfortable space for me. I walk in to do Comedy Juice, which is every Tuesday night. It's a really good show. They always have great comics on. And Jim Gaffigan's there. Jim Gaffigan. If you don't know Jim Gaffigan, go, you know, literally put Jay into Google and he'll show up on the list. Like, he's one of the biggest comedians alive. It was very cool because I walk in and I'm saying hello to all the comics that are sitting in the back as I'm walking in. And there's Jim Gaffigan. And he... and. I, this is just a cool moment. He goes, Whoa, oh, 37 and single. Whoa, oh, 37 and single. And I'm like, Oh, cool. He knows the special. That was kind of cool. He did use his douchebag voice. If you've watched the Jim Gaffigan special, he has like Jim voice and then douchebag voice. I did get. <laughs> he did go, oh, what are you, 37 and single. And he did do. That voice to tell me the title. Maybe he just saw the title and he's like, oh, must be a douchebag special. I don't know. I'm being too sensitive. Now uh, my mom walks in. You're being sensitive. Yeah, that's me. And then he went on and said, he was so funny. He was very good. All right. So I'll end this with, with, with what happened getting here. So I flew out to uh, Phoenix on Thursday night. I was going to come a night early because I was doing the radio on Friday morning uh, Thursday night, I was feeling a little off, a little under the weather. Um, got to the flight, and, or I got to the airport, and traveling in December, I mean, it is amateur hour. This is the worst month of the year to fly. It is just wackadoodles. I mean, I got out, I so I'm leaving, so my flight was at, board's at 440, so I'm like, okay, if I leave at two, I will get there by three. I look at Google Maps. It's showing an hour and a half to get to JFK. JFK. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to take an Uber to Penn Station. I'll take public transportation. I'll take the air train. The Air train is like, I think it's like eight bucks to Jamaica. And then it's like another eight bucks from Jamaica Station to the airport. You're there in an hour. That's, that's the guarantee. If you get to the Penn Station, you'll be there within an hour as opposed to fighting traffic, so uh, that's my plan, so I'm packing up all my stuff, I go, I, I order the Uber, I get my bags, I go to the front door of my apartment, it won't open, it is legitimately not opening from the inside out, I am trapped in my apartment, I start jiggling the handle, it won't, it's stuck, nothing's going on, I'm like freaking out, I'm like the Uber's coming, I, I and I had to call my landlord. There is nothing. First of all, you have the time of boarding. Kind of all of a sudden, now you're in on all times. You're like, oh my god, I gotta catch the train. I, you know, the minute one thing gets in your way, you're like, what am I gonna do? What I'm trapped. I finally get out. Or no, I I the I had to call the I call the super. The super lives in my building with his wife. The super walks, um about as slow as a sloth. there is no I, I and listen. He's a good guy, but this guy don't move. He when he's going somewhere, it is on super time. I think almost supers. They they ain't jogging down the hallway to get something done. They are at full walk. I call him. I go, hey, man, I'm locked in my apartment. He's like, oh, I'm coming. <laughs> so I'm like, say that I'm like, when is he coming? The, you know and you're trapped you're in your you're like when will I ever get out of here I have a train to catch the Uber's on its way he gets out of my apartment and he, and he frees me I get on the train I go out to Jamaica I get on the air train I get through security at JFK The hardest part about that air train is you're the last stop on the on on the um the gates it goes to four last. I get through security and I come to the Phoenix and I, I was upgraded to first class and I'm on. Um, and, and this happened when I got on. The, so I get on the plane and I like to keep my AirPods kind of off while people board. I just like to know what's going on. Something very specific happened. Um, and I, this person is sitting in the wrong seat, which I have done as well. So they're sitting on the aisle seat of first class, and and um, the person gets to their seat and they go, "Hey, that's my seat." And I I don't like when someone doesn't just own the mistake. The the only like if someone look if i was an aisle and someone looks at me and goes hey you're in my seat i go oh my god my bad i'm embarrassed my i'm sorry totally misread everything let me get in my seat uh, this person literally looked up at the person they go oh well do you want the window No, no 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 if i wanted the window that would have been done before i had gotten here I'm not the, the person standing is not the one who made the mistake. That's not how this works. You sat in the wrong seat. And to me, it's a grift. You sat in the wrong seat. You go, someone looks at you and goes, you're in my seat, ma'am. Oh, well, do you want the window? No, no, no. The only person in that scenario, the person who has the perch of believability is the person who's entering the plane. The person standing in the aisle. The person standing in the aisle has the right to, listen, if you want to stay aisle, that's no problem because you're already seated there. That's the only person who has the right to say it in that position. To me, there's no other answer. This is right and wrong. If you choose the wrong seat, then the person comes over and goes, hey, you're in my seat. But listen, if you want to move over, if you want to stay in the aisle, I'm a window guy and this actually works out great for me but i would totally understand if this was just a mistake and you didn't know what seat you were in that's the only way this works it is a it is not binary it is one area i don't know what the word is cuz i i i i just thought it was like uh it, 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 it what happens is if you're in that what, what happens is when you are in the wrong seat and you say to the person and you basically did it on purpose, you're putting them in a position to care too much. This, is, this goes back to like being sensitive. Do you, oh, I don't care. I just notice. Hey, you're in the wrong seat. Oh, um, well, if you want me to move, I can. Well, I, I don't care, but I care. I, I had this seat. That's the one I chose. I want you to fucking move. You made a mistake. I was so annoyed for this person we took off we land I'm like I woke up on Friday morning and this is the last story that I'm going to tell before I get into it we got one more sponsor oh I love the sponsor this is great you got to order this stuff it's not news that I really love Cometeer it's a coffee it's great coffee, most delicious coffees that I've ever had. Their coffee's delicious, it's so much cheaper than getting mediocre coffee at a drive-through. You're saving time, you're saving money, you're getting a better product, it's a no-brainer. It's not just a better product, it's a much, it's the best coffee you've ever had, I, I have to say. It is so, it actually has taste, it's like delicious. Cometeer's hyper fresh, Flash Frozen Coffee that comes in these little cool pucks. Uh, no coffee maker required, just drop a puck into some hot water and your morning coffee's ready in seconds. Yeah, you just gotta like heat up the puck and then it drops right out into your cup and then put it with hot water and you're good. You can customize your cup any way you want, make iced coffees, lattes, even espresso martinis. I, I've i never had it as an espresso martini, but I'm positive it would be delicious. I, I mean, it is the only coffee that I don't use sweetener. That's how good it is. It is, because it, it's so fresh whether you're on the road a lot like I am or just looking for an easy way to make delicious coffee at home look no further than Cometeer it's just a cool new way to do coffee they're doing it a different way because all the other places are doing it wrong and it's not tasting as fresh Cometeer is going to be the freshest you've ever had the most wonderful time of year just got tastier. Enjoy a limited edition holiday starter pack when you join Cometeer. Go to Cometeer.com slash JTrain for an exclusive holiday starter pack and get a free travel Tumblr when you sign up. The is great. That's a free fellow travel tumbler when you sign up at C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R dot com slash JTrain. Okay, so I wake up to do the radio on yesterday morning. And I get picked up by the general manager of the club. So I go downstairs at the hotel. This guy picks me up. We get in his car and we pull out to, you know, this is like a mall area. It's called Desert Ridge. So we're pulling out to go towards the highway. But we're on like a major road. And we're going to take a left across traffic to go towards the highway. So we're in the left lane. All of a sudden, there's a knock at the window. And it's this young woman. And she's pretty. And she's kind of dressed a little disheveled. She's got a t-shirt, hair up, a little messy. And she knocks on the window. And and again, when you see someone, when someone knocks at a window, you expect a certain look. You expect them to be kind of out of luck. And she didn't look like that. She looked like she was... Could have been a J-Train listener to be, you know, to be kind of um, presumptive, I guess. Is that the word? And she's like, hey, um, my car doesn't work and I have a three-year-old. And and we're like, okay. and And he goes, and the guy driving goes, I don't have any cash. And she goes, I don't want any money. Um, but are you in a rush? Immediately, I went into, I, I don't know, there's something about the desert that makes you in this, like, it feels like you're in grifter land. It just feels untrustworthy. I don't know. I just, like, there's just maybe too much space for a lot of stuff to happen. And I don't, I didn't look at this woman and think, oh my God, she's going to, like, beat me up. i, I, I But I was definitely, like, I definitely looked at him and I was like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't have rolled down the window as quickly as he did if, if I'm to make pass judgment. I would, have been, I would have done the miming behind the window. What? How can I? I'm not opening my window for anybody in the middle of the street in a desert. Again, we're in, like, <laughs> we're in Phoenix. It's not like we're in the middle of nowhere, but <laughs> I did have a moment where I was like, what do you open the window for? And I look behind us and there's a Jeep, a nice Jeep, That's like kind of off in the middle of the road. And I'm not sitting here like, again, I don't want to be cynical, not trustworthy, Jared, but you go, I don't know. Like, don't you have a cell phone? Isn't there someone you can call? Like, what? Again, if you don't want money, then what do you want? You want us to drive you? Are you gonna? Again, we're in an open carry state. Are you gonna pull a gun on us if you get in the car and then say, "Bring me to an ATM and give me every fucking dime you have"? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and and then I started getting depressed by it because I'm like, man, is this the world where I can't even? Would we ever help our fellow person? Like, what what would have convinced me? I don't know. It was bizarre, scary. I kind of scary. Well, I want you guys to enjoy the Yamanika episode. Uh, This was a lot of fun. Definitely got a lot of stuff off my chest. Um, And again, I hope you're enjoying these kind of best of episodes with an intro. It's going to be the next two weeks. We'll have more best of episodes. I I love hearing your feedback. Um, And uh, we'll be back and enjoy the episode. Enjoy! This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Standing for York Labs, we're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this train keeps moving. You guys are those people in the train car digging the coals and putting it in the fire. By spreading the word, telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mother, a papa, a, f- a sister, a brother, anyone with ears, keep spreading the word. Make it your Instagram story, your Snapchat story. Take a screenshot. I got, cause I got a feeling today's a hot episode. Cause I gotta say, it's a it's an OKP type of day. Original key player. And she just murdered. The live podcast we did at the Village Underground. And people, I've been hearing about it for, you know, a month now. And, I'm, and I want to get right into it because I want her here the whole episode. Yamanika yeah, Saunders, thank you for coming on.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello.
0: It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yavanika, Great to have you Oh
1: I'm so glad To be back It's so
0: good To have you here I mean look, You know How hard you Crushed that live show
1: I had an admit First of all Your people Are so phenomenal Right They contribute to that People don't understand Like you can go up As a performer And do a whole bunch Of stuff And try to engage But if the audience Ain't on board That audience Was fire
0: They were there For it Yeah You know And it's like You know We do stand up And stand up's A different We We've all done these, like, live podcasts where you're like, it's like five nerds, yeah. you know, and with a Kit Kat bar just looking at you. And you're like, where do these fat idiots come from? Right. And this is not like that. No. This is like, you know, the, it's groups of ladies, groups of guys mm-hmm. there to hear their questions answered. Yes. When we brought up the Tinder and Bumble makeovers, yes. it was like, you know the scene in Animal House when they brought up Bluto's face and they're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's how people reacted.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a moment. It
0: was a moment. It was so much fun. So and we're doing another live one. We're gonna do one in Boston. Oh shit. So February 7th, if you are uh in the Boston area, Laugh Boston. February 7th, go to laughboston.com, get your tickets now, and get a group together, just like you saw. Yeah. They were groups.
1: Yeah, get groups together. Get, you know, ladies, bring, bring other ladies. Because yeah. some fine dudes come out.
0: There were some dudes. There were
1: some fine-looking dudes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, if, if it wasn't for the fact that I was old enough to be half of the, like mothers and old <laughs> sisters and shit, I would have been down on some of these dudes. But you're looking
0: good. I love the hair. I love oh, your thank hair. thank you, thank I you. I love you. You always are changing up.
1: Yeah. To, but my manager's like, stop changing up so much because people are not going to recognize, you know, brand recognition. Yeah. I'm like, everybody know Gotta who have the a fat, thing. loud bitches <laughs> Whether my hair is, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or I, say, I said this year, I'm not going to say fat because, actually, I'm deliciously thick. Oh. That's what
0: I am. I'm into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliciously thick. Deliciously thick. thick. I'm not A little DT. These- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is <laughs> that? what and you're uh, you're you're on a new show, Laugh Mob. Yes. And that's with our friend Cypher Sounds. Yes.
1: Yo, this is one of the funniest shows I think. They take your stand-up okay. and then they sketch it out.
0: Oh, so they make it into a sketch. They
1: make it into a sketch. And you get So it's like
0: drunk history with your stand up.
1: Yes, yeah. That's fun. Which is like, and shout out to the drunk history people. I've been trying to get on drunk history. Really? Yo, if y'all pray about it right now, everyone, hold on. Say, listen. Pause
0: it and start praying.
1: Praying, pause, write, write to Senator. Rachel Nana, (laughs) say, yo, get yams on Drunk History. I'm telling y'all, I would make this episode so fire. I
0: would love to see you on Drunk History. Oh, when I get drunk, the turn up gets real. I've been drunk with you. (laughs) And I will wholeheartedly agree with that statement. And listen, people, all of you need to go follow Yamanika if you don't already. Yes, at please. At Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram, especially on Instagram. Because I'm yes. going to give you, let me let me feather your nuts.
1: Okay, yeah. Because
0: people write in feathering my nuts. And and the way to feather my nuts the most, and, and think of when I'm getting my nuts feathered, I'm sitting with ankles behind my ears.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, you have a long feather that's like seven feet long and you're across the room and just up and down the seam of my nuts. That's yes. center seam. That's like the football seam where you hold it to throw it.
1: Yes. Now,
0: let me feather your nuts. Okay. All right. And the way you feather me, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it on your Instagram story, Snapchat story. That's an easy way to spread the word. Yes. Now, you guys need to follow Yamanika on Instagram. You need to nobody makes me laugh on Instagram as much as Yamanika, okay? And I give I tell you guys to follow people that come on the show all the time, but the best Yamanika, I don't know where you find these memes. You're oh, yeah. you're in that and I'm not, I say this as lovingly as yes, it can it's going to sound bad. You're in that black social media world
2: yes.
1: that
0: is so fucking funny.
1: Yes, that's where you keep it real. It is Cut so- to the
0: chase. Cut to the chase. <laughs> because you find memes that yeah. I've never even seen before. Yeah, And then it's your... Your caption on it, I hear you saying. Yes. Because you are you are so <laughs> on board with the meme yeah. or so like against it. Yes. Whatever you are, I just read it with your voice, and all of the people listening need to follow you. And the best thing you do, and I am now – because fa- I love The Bachelor. Yes. As everyone knows, I'm a big Bachelor fan. I live-tweet every episode. Um, and I do a post-game show that's on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Jared Fried. Get that post-game show. It also comes out on this feed on Sundays. Okay. So you get it for free afterwards. But what Yamanika does, 90 Day Fiance.
1: Yes. Can you explain
0: it. this show uh, to me and the listeners?
1: Okay, so it's it's on TLC, I believe. Yes, yeah, is TLC, TLC is the
0: home of... Uh, I would say American weirdos.
1: Amer- yeah, I, they have
0: a six six hundred pound life yes. is on there. Married and, at first
1: sight. They got yeah. this other thing about the ba- these teen moms and delivery after the delivery, whatever yeah. that shit is.
0: Anything that makes you feel good as a person is on is on that uh, yes. show. You <laughs> that can network. watch these
1: people and go, "My oh my, shit's not that bad." I'm okay. Like, yeah. Anybody right before you commit suicide, turn on a good two hours <laughs> of TLC and go, "Oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and put this letter back yeah. because I'm not put at the, the, the note last word. Word. it's put the note away. Just TLC's start, on. write your suicide note and pencil, actually, yeah. and start watching TLC, and you will notice you will start erasing words as you go through episode to episode
0: <laughs> without even uh, knowing.
1: Just, you was like, oh, I, oh, I, everything's great.
0: Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I I don't drink from a mop bucket. No, because some of these people. Oh my god. I was watching so I went and visited my parents in Florida last okay. week, and like I so I had a night, and I'm yeah. just like watching TLC, and I was watching My Six Hundred Pound Life. The things they're drinking.
1: No, 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 no. When I look at these 600-pound bitches, and I'm like, this bitch got a man.
0: Yeah, they all have boyfriends this and girlfriends.
1: bitch got a man. Not, yeah. like, you know how hard it is for me to find a dude?
0: They and all do. And these
1: bitches is 600 pounds. These dudes can't even get up in a pussy. You understand they, what I'm saying? They and literally they-
0: have to erect a structure to lift up the uh, flab to get
1: fucking. Yes, thucking. to get in there. And they're
0: sitting there. They're bathing them. They're the most... These boyfriends are Yo. the most, and girlfriends, Yo. Yo. they're the most helpful Yo. significant other in but the world. You, but you know why? Why they're all fucked up?
1: Cause they get, cause the fat people getting the SSI checks. The what? They getting SSI checks, disability and all that oh. shit. Yo, that's the low on the low. People so, getting disability for being fat, so they're and living for free. So the, the girlfriend, boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Listen.
0: And I never thought of it gonna, that way.
1: Where you gonna go? Where you gonna work? Yeah, how you main How do they maintain food? They got to have checks coming in.
0: There's something going on.
1: There was a lady that had a uh, a, a deep fryer. She got an individual person like you, had, I, you know how you get a personal pan pizza. Yes, yes, yes. This bitch had a personal deep fryer. <laughs> a fry as you go fryer in her fucking bed <laughs> they do that it they in their fucking bed. plugged up for this bitch and brought all the ingredients. I know you're talking For this bitch to fried chicken. <laughs> I, I, and they had the nerve to go. with <laughs> seasoning salt and the oil to fry it and yeah. flour and salt pepper and you wanna know why the, and this bitch is, is just turning Watch she watch the TV frying up chicken and then look fried up 16 pieces of dark meat and I said well maybe oh she God. cooking for the entire family right mm. this bitch said make her own meal hey Y'all can take the frying now And do what y'all want with it I
0: say yo <laughs> She didn't even cook For everyone else I think I saw The same woman <laughs> You're so this, this, I saw the same woman In her bed They brought her A hot yeah, plate Hot hot the, They brought her A hot plate And she had it Between her legs And yep, she was so cooking Getting
1: first and second Degree burns Between her thighs It's crazy To make a couple Of rounds of chicken You know how people Get yo butts And give me another round Yeah She up Yo Colonel Sanders <laughs> Give me another bucket. <laughs> Frying. She's got Colonel Sanders' secret recipe.
0: Can you imagine?
1: After 400 your, pounds, you, you get the
0: secret recipe. You get, they, give it, they give you all the spices, <laughs> like seven that. herbs and yeah, spices. Yeah, get this
1: bitch coming in here. We got to yeah. give her a secret
0: recipe. She's going to run us out of business. We got to go buy it wholesale. <laughs> she's got to get <laughs> carts of it delivered <laughs> to her own house. I yeah. Can you imagine waking up and being like, wait, why is it? Oh, I forgot the sta- the spatula is still in the bed. Yeah. She's using a spatula in a pan in the bed and I'm like, this is dangerous. Chickens,
1: families of chickens. I'm so, I'm not surprised the bitch got a chicken cage underneath her bed where she just hatching generations of chicken
0: <laughs> so she can fry. It. And her boyfriend's cleaning up the mess. And the,
1: but though the saddest one I saw was where the little kids had to bring all the shit to moms to mm. make food and shit for the day. And then they got and then they gotta go warm it up. They gotta bring her step by step the uh. thing. And then they got to go push the buttons in the oven. I say, yo, where did she have these kids at? How'd they get out of
0: there? How'd they get out of there? Yeah.
1: through through Did she throw them up? Because I mean, <laughs> they can't come straight through out through her damn legs because her legs is curled up with all this fat. It's crazy. I can't.
0: Well, this is TLC, but you, I mean, <laughs> we're off topic. Yeah. You watch 90 Day Same Fiance. Same thing,
1: but not fat.
0: Okay, now, so what is 90 Day f- Fiance?
1: 90 Day Fiance is, so people do all this online shit you know people like whatever talk to people online sure so there are Americans that will meet people in other countries online or they like went on a vacation and met this person and they like partied or whatever and, yeah. they have, and then they create the, they maintain this long distance relationship so now okay. it's time to step up and go let's get married right they gotta so, so
0: hold on so mm, they meet online in they, some way or fashion part. and and one of them lives abroad right. and one of them's living here right And they're like, we need to see if this can work. Yes, You come here on a temporary visa? Yes, they
1: come on a K-1 visa. Okay. K-1 visa only lasts
0: 90 days. Got it. So these
1: people got 90 days to get married or that person has to go back to their country. Wow.
0: And and they're taping the whole process.
1: They're taping the whole... (laughs) But from the beginning to the end, the shit will stress you out so much where you go, listen... Fuck everything that I've been doing in my life. I gotta be a social worker, and I gotta go. I gotta go help re- these people. I gotta reach the masses. Yeah, it's bitches out here that's so thirsty, man. It's like these bitches need to just su- a lifetime supply of straws. <laughs> I'm like, yo, the decisions these bitches. This, this is I'm on season five right now. Yeah, we got Molly and uh, and Luis. Okay, Molly and Luis. Now Molly is a 41 year old mother of two. Okay, now she don't look 41. Okay? How old she look? The bitch looked like one of the golden girls. Okay, okay? 70. And I'm just saying, you know, yeah. in terms of like you done had a hard life, you've been running – because 41 is young, so sure. she shouldn't be looking the way she looked crazy, Right. She got an eighteen-year-old daughter, a seventeen-going-on-eighteen-year-old daughter, and like a four-to-five-year-old daughter, both with different men. And she just brings men into her environment, and her daughters have to adjust to whatever dude she decides to bring in. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She met this
1: twenty-six-year-old Dominican kid in the Dominican Republic.
0: Hold on, I so what Yamanika does is she videotapes herself watching. Yes. The show. You're videotaping the show, and then you're. talking over it while it's going on. I've watched this Dominican guy is hilarious. Yeah. He, is that the one that went to the strip club
1: yes on her money, <laughs> on, her money. on her money they can't because see with the with the k-1 visa yeah they can't work for the three months that they're here sure so they either got to come with funds that they already had in their country and turn their damn pesos or bots for, and shit yeah. into damn dollar bills and you know 40 million bots is only like four dollars yeah.
0: so you know they
1: they live if they live in large in fucking thailand but they come over here and they barely go to the they dollar 10 store. cents
0: right. and, and well the, the one dude i remember the dominican guy he came here and he goes they they show him go to the strip club and he goes this was my best day yes it was the one day that he's away wait, from this and he
1: told the bitch he was taking a break i was like you oh you taking a break from what motherfucker because exactly <laughs> what are you taking money. a break? you coming here on a 90-day visa i got two kids but see the thing was what i do is like when i was growing up yeah i used to sit there I used to be my grandma my grandpa my mom and my aunt and we would sit there and we would laugh and joke and like bond as a family sure. and watch TV. And I'm sure and I'm not saying that's like we only family that did that. A lot of families did that. Yeah, of course. And you just start talking shit to the TV and you go, "What's this? Movie? What? Yeah. What?" So I just basically take that. I take those, like very few moments. Or do I have where it's like rehearsed? I'm not rehearsing these moments. No, I'm going it's and very real. C- it. It's so funny. I stop it and I go back and I just go and I'm like, yeah. this is exactly what the fuck. And so a lot of it's unfiltered. A lot because a lot of people are like, oh, I wish it was more clean, you know? Because it's so funny, blah blah blah. But you like, you say the N word. You say, I say, yeah, because those are my true. Yeah, Moment. you're going off. I'm going off. It's a off. riff. This is not planned. This
0: is the same thing with, like, when I live-tweet The Bachelor. People are, like, you know, you have people that are writing back to, like, certain jokes with their own. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not even looking. Thinking. I'm just going. Yeah. I'm just spewing out. This yeah. is an exercise. Like, you know, it, we're doing sprinting when all the, you know, when we do a show, we're doing, like, the long distance. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and it's uh, it's so funny. I, you got to come watch The Bachelor with me. I,
1: you know what? I think we should do a crossover. I think we, we should come. Watch. First of all, you live around the corner from me, motherfucker. So We're this gonna is very, a, this is out. very simple to do. Yeah. But I want to say this um, for the guys that are listening. Yeah. You think 90 Day Fiance and like, oh, chicks is into it or whatever, whatever. I'm telling you, I've had so many of my female fans DM me like, yo, my husband watches this shit with me. Like, me and my husband bond. Oh, they're abs- bonding watching the clip. Like, I will put up like ten of them and I'm they like watch them all.
0: I get this all the time because I, you know, because of my thing with the Bachelor, I have a lot of like you know, like guys come up to me and whisper, like, I'm watching because, you know. know." And I'm like, (laughs) Dude, what, This whole thing is just crazy, people. Yeah. We're just, you, it's a guy or girl, everyone should be watching this bullshit. Everyone. And by the way, it's hilarious. Way,
1: ABC, pay Jerry. Yeah, pay okay. And then TLC, TLC pay, pay y- Yamanika. No, because I'm telling you, somebody was like, oh, it was already the number one show. Uh, it's one of the number one shows, 90 Day Fiancé, on TLC. I said, do you know how many people comment on a daily basis on my videos going, what is this show? Yes. And then coming you got back me going, into it. Yo, I'm watching this show because of you. They trying to yeah. they trying to get the same feeling. It's such a it, it's such a good feeling when I put those videos up because it's like as much as we try to connect with our people sure. on Instagram and stuff, it is like a minute video. This is a way for us to be like, oh, we all in the same place. Mm-hmm. The comments get off the hook because my fans are so hilarious. They yeah. be writing this shit. I be cracking up. <laughs> I comment on everything. They're like, how do you have time to comment on everything? I'm like, yo, these comments make me feel so good that I'm like, yo, this is like we got a little click going on I here.
0: literally spent one morning just going through all the videos. Like I, I, yeah. like I sat there watching. They're so funny. So all of you – If you're listening right now, you can tell how excited I am about Yamanika. Go follow Yamanika (laughs) on Instagram. You can find her through my Instagram or just at Yamanika. Let's do the emails. you ready? Yes. You're the best. At Yamanika on Twitter, Instagram. Let's do the emails. With you, I don't even look. Right. I go straight in.
1: Yeah, we got to just feel it. Let's
0: just do it. Filter crazies out on the app. Mm. Hello, J podcast at gmail.com, J podcast at gmail.com, J podcast at gmail.com. No feathers, but I wish you the warm feeling of my new fleece sheets on your nuts. So, this is a Ooh. dude email.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, yeah. A hey.
1: dude email. <laughs>
0: Binge listening through the episodes and an emailer from September was looking for a way to filter out crazies on dating apps. (laughs) To jog your memory, she had met a few guys that seemed normal over text who turned out to be totally nuts. I offer a high-risk, high-reward solution. Oh, this guy's coming in with advice of his own. High-risk, high-reward solution. As the conversation moves from dating app to text, I'll go back and forth a few times, then call on FaceTime. A few pros and cons to start off the discussion. Pros, I stand out from the crowd. Honest reactions, no editing Text. Learn a lot from five minutes than then a day of texting. And don't waste any more time. Pros and cons, can't FaceTime anyone with green text. Cons, she might think it's weird. If they're somewhere loud or with family, timing would not be on your side. What do you think of FaceTiming with someone before you meet them?
1: I, that's all I do. Really? Yeah, I got to know... You know, we're in a weird situation because we are people who are in the public eye. Sure. So I can't just be showing up, meeting some dude, and not knowing what the hell is up with him. Yeah. Because in the event that I don't want to be bothered with him, mm. he can always
0: track me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I they can always they can go to your schedule, mm-hmm. online, find yeah. you. And it's interesting from a female perspective, Uh, and I was having this conversation with another, you know, friend of mine and she was like, every time I'm in the room with a guy, it's a nerve wracking situation physically. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I I from a guy's point I there's nothing I can do to understand that. Right. I've never been on a date with a girl and been like, what if she just freaks out and fucking starts pummeling me?
1: Right. Yeah. And
0: and and I and that's a serious thing. That's a crazy thing to happen. Um, because that's not a normal everyday thing. Right. But at the same time, that is on the back of your mind. Yeah, will this guy look me up and be like, "Well, I deserve sex. I deserve this. I deserve that. I'm going to come to your next show and just be there."
1: Yeah, I, I, well, in terms of if any man thinks he deserves sex from me, yeah, good luck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying
0: because I, 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 it's, I but it's a crazy thing to think of a, from a guy. I agree, but I'm saying like this is the.
1: Yeah, I think for some, I think for a good portion of women, there are there is a vulnerability, right? Yeah. That you know, a guy when a guy turns menacing, just because of the makeup of men and um, th- that are different from women. You go, could I be at the whim of this dude? Mm. You no, know, and his emotional stability and whether he. Fl- now, I think that, not to be unpc, but I yeah. think that tends to be more. Um, women who you know when they're petite like smaller women more petite women i'm not saying i can't be vulnerable but more than likely a motherfucker gonna have to look me over twice and go can i take this bitch you know what i'm saying (laughs) so you know and just the way that i I, i'm I'm very alpha as a as a female and i'm very direct and and, and aggressive in certain ways of like how i deal with a dude just Mm -hmm. let you know there's nothing you can do or whatever um But I do understand, I do have friends who are like, well, I don't know. That's why I always tell girls, I say as much as we're in this time right now where everybody's like, well, women should be able to do whatever they want and not have anything happen to them. Mm. Understand that, you may be dealing with a dude that don't fucking get that so you gotta protect yourself don't put yourself in any situation where you're expecting the guy to have this merit you have to have merit for yourself don't put yourself in a situation where you're isolated with a dude you don't know don't I would suggest don't go over no dude's house that you just met on an app or whatever oh we about to have a good time no you have to vet these people that you have in your life and the same thing for men when men go oh I didn't know this chick was crazy it's because you were not paying t- attention to the signs. Yeah. Women will let you know right away what their mental stability is. But if you get trapped up and what a girl looks like and all these other things and oh, this and that and the sparkles of a girl, mm. you're going to miss the signs that show you that she was an intense person when you first met her that wanted to quickly get into a relationship, lock you down in a marriage and now you can't go nowhere. It's misery part two.
0: Well, this is the thing. That's why I disagree with the the whole FaceTime thing. Like, you, there are... The things that were allowed these days -hmm. That our parents weren't allowed are these steps that that we take. We are allowed to vet somebody in small increments that maybe our parents weren't allowed to do. So, like the increments that we're allowed, hey, let's see if this feels good over text. Oh, it does. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Or let's see if this feels good over the app. Oh, it does. Let's take it to text. Oh, it still does. Let's make a date. Oh, we're still texting. We're still, you know, in contact. Things feel right. Oh, I'll meet you at this place. He made a plan. He made a decision. I sometimes, and a lot of times, there'll be the. Every now and again, there's the girl that's like, well, I need to talk to you on the phone or I can't go see you. Yeah. And, and I kind of am like, I, you have to give yourself into the situation a little bit more. Like, we just had good texts. We had good, t- uh, and then, you know, there's this, there's this thing and where I disagree with it where they're like, I'm old school. I don't, I need to talk to you on the phone. And it's like, oh, what are you, I'm not coming to your parents' house and asking your dad's permission right. for date one. That's right. not the world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Like when you, and so when you ask for those things, I think a lot of guys will see like, this chick's gonna be a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like where it's like that's I why the face thing I don't say
1: that to me though about the the calling. They because do. I I will write you. Oh, I love to write. Yeah, you know, I grew up in the time we had pen pals. I'll write you forever <laughs> and never meet you. Do you understand? What yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I probably have passed a bunch of dudes that I've just been writing on on these things, but you know, I think. I think it's ridiculous to force a conversation on the phone if there's already texting. Because once we decide to go to the phone, Mm. I will start off with like, hey, let's talk to each other. Because I like like to maybe, you know, you want to hear the voice. I'm going to be honest with you. Some girls, like... When you hear a guy and he's like, oh, you're like, uh-oh. uh-oh, you know what I'm saying? You want to hear that kind of like, pee-wee. yeah, you yeah. want to hear, and you have a great voice. Yeah, girls will probably be like, oh, let's take this to the next level. It's <laughs> well, other that, like guys that were where they're like, uh-uh, I don't want to be bothered. But
0: with them. that's the thing. To me, I'm like, you know, I'm not saying a phone call is too much. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's more like, why do you need this? We've right. had a good back and forth. I made a plan. We're gonna have a date. Go with it. I think anytime you come in with rules, like this guy is like, I need to have a FaceTime to go on a date. It's like anytime you have any rules, you're holding yourself back from the the fun and variability of meeting right. someone new.
1: Well, you don't want to make it – you don't want to force it. Whenever I have a situation where I go to FaceTime, and this hasn't been a lot of times, but a sure. couple of times, I'll say to a guy, I'll say, you know, hey, if do you mind – if we like FaceTime and kind of like, you know, see each other before yeah. and, and they'll be like, hey, you know, a couple of guys will be like, Oh yeah, you know, I was gonna ask you the same thing because I think they also are scared of catfishing. Yeah. So it's like a way to like alleviate that awkwardness <laughs> of catfishing or being somewhere with somebody you're not like really attracted to.
0: But I've never had the situation. And this I'm just living. I'm just giving you the reality mm-hmm. for the listener. There's never been a time where I've spoken on the phone and been like that was kind of a shitty conversation. I guess I'll never see that person again. Right. I'm always like gonna go on the date.
1: Right. Like, you know, like
0: it's, it's very difficult to be like, oh yeah, I'll FaceTime with you. Sounds great. And then you FaceTime, and you're like, how am I gonna get out of this way? Oh, right, right. You know, now it's it's like almost too honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you'd rather even have the date to not have that FaceTime conversation where afterwards the person's like, Well, when's our date? You're like Listen, um, that you need filters. Yeah. No, for <laughs> you sure. no
1: Yeah, you need filters. But m- more importantly, too, is like being on a, a – people don't reveal themselves. That's the problem. Everybody's bullshitting the first couple of rounds. Yeah. When you meet them and oh, engage in them. They want you want to sound interesting. Part. Yeah, and it's like I, I'm older. Okay. And I'm at the point where it's like, I can pinpoint right away if I have time to be bothered with you.
0: I think we all do. I think I think that I understand what you what you, you know, mean yeah, by that. Just
1: a waste of time. Like,
0: just like oh, this person's doing the same notes. I've heard these. I've played, done this dance before. Mm-hmm. It's boring. It's not for me. And you're kind of just in this conversation to be texting with somebody. Yeah. Instead of like, and then you know they're like, well, why aren't we going out? When's the date? And you're like, when's the date? I don't know about that. You know, like I, I'm kind of waiting for this to be more right, fun. Right, right. Right. Well, you just, just disappear. Yeah.
1: You just. I well, I had a guy that I I was. Uh, I liked. We were doing it back and forth, and um, I eventually gave him my number. For him to call me, he mm. calls me, and then he just instantly's like, "Oh, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm here naked," and I'm like, "Ugh." So this so much is too what? Soon. Y- yeah, I was like, "Oh, you think I'm about to step into that?" But to that point, um, one of my boyfriends I met through Craigslist, and wait,
0: so y- can we talk? <laughs> you have a guy right now? Oh, that's over. It's over. I would actually like to talk about why it's over, but. Um, can you talk about it? I can. Now, now, Yamanika, for those listening who heard our live podcast, yes. you were no dick 2017. Yes. Okay. And now I'm
1: come on dick 2018. <laughs> come on dick. Come You're on inviting now. all dick. Yes. <laughs> all dick matters. It's a dick. All dick matters. i did not saying it's all coming into me, but I'm just saying if you want to see if your dick could come in, my the office hours. C-
0: they're open. <laughs> they're they're open. open and they're. <laughs> yeah, there it is. The yeah. di- Yo, open that, open that. Mm. Yeah, the uh, a
1: little and a little slavery. Yeah, here, the the, the Whoa, running of the
0: dick. We gotta get the stampede going. <laughs> Cause there's gonna be a dick stampede coming in, Shelby. I think we gotta get a dick stampede running through here there's because a the, yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> ah! <laughs> a lot of those. You got a little yeah, yeah. So you met a guy over Craigslist?
1: No, this is, so the guy that, let's, let's just handle the guy you were talking okay, about. Okay, you had a that guy. That we had recently, and then I'll go to the Craigslist okay. guy. So the guy that I had recently, very nice guy. Actually, there's no.
0: Um, this guy was good looking. He
1: was good looking. You know, his peen looked great. He looked like he was
0: out of like. A Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, he was he had
1: that real suave kind of like. And not the not the black man villain in Tyler Perry. Like the one that comes in and makes everything right. Yes. You know what I mean? And then they all leader of the community house and have like Sunday
0: dinner. He's got two plates. He made one for his wife. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's his look.
1: And uh you know what I realized is with the no dick 2017 mm. that i told everybody was not so much about dick itself but just becoming a better me and learning me is that w- and and i think this will help the women that listen but i also think what i'm about to say will help the men who the nice guys okay right who find themselves being taken advantage of and mm-hmm. go how come i can't just find a nice girl um if you don't take care of you, right, mm-hmm. and you don't, you're you the protector of you, you're the one that's built the wall around you. You understand? Yeah. You are the president of your own country. And for you to allow people to come in and shortcut you on emotions and feelings is... You allowing somebody to import, but they what they are importing into you and what you are exporting into them are not the same,
0: right? So very, I- very interesting what you're saying because I, I had this this situation where I, there was someone I you know if you, I, I you know when you walk away from a conversation from with someone and you're like mm. I just feel bad about myself now.
1: Yes, and yeah, yeah, that yeah, import, they're not fortifying you. Yeah. yeah, and then you
0: walk away from some kind of you're like fulfilled. You're yes. like you, you know, you're good. Your best friends in the world. When you get together with them, you walk away. You go, man, I feel full. Yeah, like I my my body feels full from that whole interaction. There's other people in my life, and we all have these people. Where you walk away, you go, am I a bad person? Yeah. Why am I a dick all the time? Why do I
1: feel this way? And it's
0: like getting rid of those. The import-export. They're just exporting your goodness and importing their badness into you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, They're depreciating your spirit. Yes. And and not to... This guy, it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was just something that was like kind of interesting and like, okay, you know, this is great. And I was, you know, a little taken by him. You know what I'm saying? Like you were,
0: I was. You fluttered into I the room did. that I saw you. Yeah. And
1: he and it's not like he said no. I said no.
0: Mm.
1: I said no in um, and I didn't even say no to him. I just said no. I am deserve better. Okay, because it was too. It, he's. I think he's a great guy, and I think he's a sweetheart, and obviously he's attractive, and I think he would make who uh, whatever partner he has in his life a uh, 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 better. So what? And,
0: What happened? It
1: wasn't a feel. It was just like, it's not good enough for me. Mm. It doesn't feel good. I'm somebody that's very busy and running around, but I know how to make time for somebody that I like and I care about. And I feel like as busy as I am and as many, you know irons fires i got running right now if i can take the time out to be available for you and to be somewhere with to talk to you mm-hmm. and whatever and it's like pulling teeth like oh well, i had this thing can it's like oh you're not you're not busier than me well you're this, not prioritizing this is, everyone's
0: these. busy until they don't want to be right exactly a- and also they're gonna work out with you when they and i think a lot of women get in this situation where they're like why won't – well, they make excuses for the guy. He's mm-hmm. very busy. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's so motivated. It's like, no, 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 no. Why don't you come together to work it out? Let's yeah. have a negotiation yeah. of time because your time is valuable to too. a man to talk
1: to you, a man will talk to you. That saying is never going to change. Like when a man wants something, wants something. I think with women, I think the problem is we take – I know men take rejection very hard. Yeah, like when you approach, and so because because of that, men are sometimes often scared or standoffish when they approach women because I know that can be that instant rejection is is very difficult to deal with. But the rejection that women have a difficulty dealing with is a man not we internalize. Oh, he doesn't like me. Oh, he mm. doesn't this. He doesn't that. Is it? Am I too big? Am I too loud? Am I not pretty enough? Yeah. And it's like, I, you women have to understand, you cannot take on this... Why he's not into you? Because half of the things that a guy is not into you about has nothing to do with you. It's just his taste, and we have to we have we have to say as women, like we got taste too.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. The I, I this is this rings home for me. I mean, I was talking with this about with Mateo, mm. and you know Mateo Lane, who's been on this show. He's great, Love but he them. was just talking about like the interaction between gay men, right? And how that interaction, they're like. There's no personal no one takes it personally. Right. You know, gay men are still men. And they look at each other, they go, I'm great, you're great. We all got fucking head. <laughs> right. We're right, good. Right. It was nothing against you. I'm gonna keep moving.
1: Yeah. yeah you know, the yeah.
0: the truck keeps going along. Yeah. A lot of women can't ever it's it's tough for them to take it that way because they what you're saying is so true. It's yeah. like, Oh, I'm invested in you liking me instead of whether I like you.
1: Well, that's because women are set up to be commodities in this country, right? Mm. So we are always seen as an extension of what brings value to a man.
0: Very interesting. And
1: when you when you are just trying to be a counterpart to something instead of being who you are, you we, women never go. Well, he ain't, he ain't my shit either. He ain't very. It's very me rare either. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It, we go because this is how you want it. You ever seen a guy who's like? unattractive yeah and i hate to say that because i know it's all about perspective whatever but you see a guy that's like unattractive or whatever and you go how did he wind up with this chick who's like uh, uh, uh what do you call it the 10 10 a 10, ten what t- t-
0: the t- face, t- body face body personality the area personality. code Yeah, when,
1: when you go oh she's you know she's a, ten, a, nine, ten, nine, a nine, nine 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 or whatever and this dude it's because at some point in time this guy has gotten a formula down to give her just enough of what she needs for her to feel like she needs to keep staying in this with him. Now, it's either valid, like she really fell in love with this guy and he really okay. offers her what she needs, or sometimes these relationships are based upon this guy's really just making himself better than her and making her believe that he is better than her. He's a good and salesman. She's not worthy Mm. she's not beautiful she's not a person unless he agrees which is why she's in this shit with him Mm. he's gotta love me for me to love myself and i'm telling you when women have that kind of attitude that they every man that they want they gotta want them back you are going to spend a lot of your time running around in a circle losing i know because i was that woman
0: yeah, and, I, and that's a tough thing to break out of. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Sure. But, but I think a lot of times we get emails like that. Like why, you know, the emails that we get, why is this not working from his end? Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I try to always every day with everything I do, I'm like, what are my controllables? What can I control? Right. You know, what can I do? I can go, I can write. I can create podcasts. I can mm-hmm. go through the emails. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, as far as like career wise, but he, this happens with your relationships too, where you're like, why isn't this person like me? Okay, well, what can I do? What am where I doing? Where is my power? Where's my power? Your power is somebody saying they don't want
1: to be with you, is them using and executing their power. Yeah. You receiving that and going, fine. That's totally fine because I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me. Is you also executing your power? I think when people get in situations like that, they don't realize they also have power. Your yeah. power <laughs> is the decision to accept what is happening and move the fuck on. You are very powerful in that I, situation. I think
0: that's really good advice because it is that the idea of that being powerful isn't thought that way. And then going, good, good for you, good yeah. for me, let's get the fuck out of here. Yes train podcast at gmail.com podcast at gmail.com so this is a good question for Yamanika okay making love versus fucking. oh
1: mm-hmm.
0: is there a difference to you between those two things now there is there was't this takes growth mm-hmm. it's growing up i mm-hmm. under I agree with you yeah hello Jared Shelby and company I just discovered your podcast can't stop listening to it it's hilarious and so relatable as a girl Shelby hit it Hearing, <laughs> we're just waiting. Hearing, hearing from a man's perspective really has changed the way I see things around me, and I wanted to thank you. For that. I wanted to raise a topic for you and your guests. This is a, there's a big difference between plain fucking and making love. I've been dating my boyfriend for over a year, and we're both newbies when we got together, so our experience is limited just to one another. I know, cheesy, ha ha ha. It's not cheesy. I get it. No. Our situation is like we always want to fuck, but not make love. We prefer aggressive and sexy action and just lay together after. For me, making love is the cute after, so to say. I would say I have more sex drive than him, but we've talked about this and he kind of feels the same. What's your view on that? Do people have tendencies for later in a relationship or are we just like desperate rabbits who want to make up for all the missed experience? What do you think? It seems like they're new to the sex game. hmm they're fucking a lot. Mm-hmm. She wants it more than him, maybe because he's maybe not making her come, or whatever it is, or he's right. just exhausted. He's just shooting blanks. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, but what do you think? Is there like uh, is there a difference between the two? Do you feel like? what they're doing is right.
1: I mean they're they sound like they're in a new relationship, mm-hmm. right? And and the beginning of any relationship, especially if there's a lot of uh, attraction and chemistry between two people, there's going to be a lot of fucking. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. But it's it it's how you're connecting during that experience. Mm. Do you understand that separates it from fucking to making love? So if you're just you know there's been guys that I have fucked yeah, and that have fucked me. And there have been guys that we have probably done worse things, quote unquote, making love than fucking because of the passion that's there yeah, because of the whatever it's like, whatever's going through your mind. Like I appreciate this person for, for this, for like, you know, for loving me, for making me feel secure for all of those things. I mean, I think it it also, it, it takes, uh, you know, a, a deeper connection for you to just fucking be in there. You know, take. I don't think making love means taking your time and all the slow, romantic music. I think it's about where your mental state is when you're with the person. When I
0: hear fucking versus making love, I just, I, I don't really think of it as love, so to right. speak. I just think of it as, uh, there's more trust with the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so... I think any the best sexual experiences that I've had personally have been the ones where the person across from me is someone that I really trust and feel I can talk to. Right. And we've said it on this podcast, relationship sex is just better than plain old regular sex. Right. Because you know each other, you know the the moves you want. I would say to this couple, if you're a new couple, don't put rules on your sex today. I I, I mean and I mean that in the least I don't it mean that like it
1: might be more her than him. Yeah, like I, I, like women like to define things, and I'm not saying that to reduce women. I'm just saying, like, what is this? Am I am I doing everything fine? I would say to this listener, you you're doing everything fine. Just everything go fine. Go fuck and don't worry about the in between.
0: And 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 here's the best sex I have is mm-hmm. here's when the sex is fun, when you've just fucked and you're both naked. Mm-hmm. And she's like playing with my balls mm-hmm. in its refractory period. So I trust her enough to see uh, my my post sex dick, which ain't fucking right. a runway model. Okay, it's sluggish. Yeah, it's just like fucking calamari dick. And she's like. Look, you know, and I've said this on the mic, playing with my nuts and like being like, and like she's just like, and like the girl, I've had this situation where the girl's like, "What are balls like?"
1: Right, right, and right. she's like,
0: "I can't," and like you know, and then the girl, I've had this happen a few times where the girl would just be like, per, like kind of like openly discuss, like kind of venting about. How weird it must be to have balls. Right, 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 you right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's like touching them and investigating.
2: <laughs> and, and, and ID channel. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yeah. about, though? And, and, yeah.
0: and we are so comfortable with, our, with each other where I'm just like, yeah, keep playing. Yeah. This is the park. Go yeah. have a run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we go back into having sex again. And that means the conversation, and I'm not saying like the conversation about balls, like now we have this whole ball thing. Right. I'm just saying that just moved us a little bit, an inch forward than we were before on comfortability. Right. So I would say that to her, like ask questions naked. That's a good sexual experience. Yeah. Talk naked touch each other naked in the post-sex world. Because that's when you, like, after the two have had their meals, Mm -hmm. that's like, you know when you sit down to a big meal and then everyone just sits back and has their coffee? Yeah. That's when the real conversation starts. Yeah. That's the same with sex. The real conversation starts between you and whoever you're with. The honest one, the one where you're going to get the real person, is when you're sitting having coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: After you two just fucked at four in the morning and you're still awake. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say that's when I've had the most fun sex with a partner. And I would say that that's, to me, that's love yeah. making versus yeah. fucking.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: J Train Make out dilemma confusion. Okay. Jared. Something, something, something. Feather, feather. Let's skip the bullshit. Love your show. Been listening for since a coworker put me on about a year ago. Here's my problem I recently graduated. I'm now working a big boy job in a big city. I've been going through a breakup with a girl from uh, leftover college. Uh, we were only together about six months. However, last weekend, I met up with some college friends to go out. Uh, many are still in school there. A friend of a friend who I have known for a while started hitting it off. I don't believe in the rating system, but she's easily one of the hottest girls I know. At the bar, we are still talking when another friend says something to her about my then-girlfriend. She asks about it, and I try to explain that we're breaking up. She doesn't seem to care, and we end up dancing and making out until the bar closed. She seemed really into me at the time. I told her I didn't want to have sex until working things out with my ex, so I dropped her off, and, but never got her number. We understand the story.
1: I don't understand why he wouldn't get the girl's number.
0: He should have gotten. But her number. something
1: tells me that girl will
0: find him. It's been a few days later, and since then, I've completely cut off all contact with my ex-girlfriend. A couple days, oh, so he was kind of still mm-hmm. talking it out with the ex. A couple days ago, I decided to send Bar Girl a quick message on Facebook with no reply, so I let it go. She'll be going back to school in a week or so for one more semester. I'm guessing she feels awkward about the situation, but I want to hear your perspective. I like her, but I'm not too hung up on her on it. However, I'm wondering if this is salvage- salvageable. I'd be visiting my school a few times in the near future. How should I act when it, if when if I inevitably see her? We have many mutual friends. Is this just a one-off thing or could it be more after she graduates? What do we think? <sighs> I always
1: feel like a grandma when I give advice here
0: because it's like, this is such a young
1: problem. Um, there's things that he's saying, and I don't know if he, I mean, we can't talk to him, but one minute he's saying that the girl seems like she doesn't care that he's had a situation with his ex girlfriend. I mean if that isn't true the, the case that girl probably wanted to hook up for that night and keep it yeah. pushing just to be honest with you yeah, yeah, yeah. like she probably was like well you know I want to get it down I'm not worried about your girlfriend I'll fuck you and keep going and pushing and whatever she's got another year in college she's probably not even thinking about how to connect in a relationship I think his best bet is when he does encounter this girl or he's around her um, he has one of two options he can either go over to her and say hello see how she's doing and test the temperature to see what's up sure. with her you will probably have to hook up with her that night for yep. anything to continue mm-hmm. to move forward or you ignore her and let, let her come to you
0: yeah i i think the i'm with the first way you see her this is a, a ship that went out to sea mm-hmm. okay it might come back to port right but it's on a cruise out to sea and she's partying in the ocean they're not looking to come back any right. it's coming back at some point but It ain't come back for you. You'll probably be long gone by that point. You need to move on with your life. You sent the message. I don't know what he sent on Facebook, but I'm assuming it might have been too much. I'm hoping what he sent was, hey, great to meet you. Great Mm -hmm. time. Hopefully I see it at school sometime. Did
1: she see it as a thing? I'm sure she saw Maybe her. he didn't. See, cause I, I don't see my messages half the time. I mean, but maybe she's not as popular as me. But, you know, the 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 other thing is I think guys don't often think that girls could also just be in for the hit and quit, too.
0: Absolutely. We never think that. We always think, you know, my mom thinks I'm good looking, so everyone thinks I'm the best thing that ever happened to them. Right, right, and, right, you know, right, right. We're yeah, all yeah, God's yeah. gift to earth. Yeah. And I, I think what he needs to do is go enjoy that he had the night. The next time you see her, Hey, what's happened? How you been? Yeah. Catch up. And don't need it. I think right now he sounds like he's on the edge of needing it. He's like, he's doing what a lot of people do. where like, he wants to rebound. She, he, he wants to rebound. He sees the idea of her is better than he's created this imaginary mm-hmm. idea of her that, we're gonna run away together now. I have my next girlfriend to go thing off. About with. His
1: message is it's very it's kind of contradictory in terms of like he's like, Ah, I don't whatever, but then she's the hottest thing you've ever seen. So I, I, what I would say to this dude, don't set it up like he seems more like he's trying to figure out, not so much being in a relationship with this girl, but he's going more of the, the way you would go if you were really being serious about somebody, mm. letting her know what the circumstances, this is this and that, kinda of getting to know, you know, but Man, she just wants to fuck. So if you're going to fuck her, just be like, yo, I ditched my chick. What's up? Keys to your room, I, yeah. And Please, I, is she at least eighteen? Because I can't be out here telling motherfuckers to fuck people and it, and they under eighteen. Because I ain't, yeah. you know, I ain't trying to go to jail off of no life. Well, that, that,
0: but also because <laughs> it's dorm yeah, yeah. room and shit. You
1: know what I'm saying? Is this the facts of life? Yeah. Like who the fuck is, is this? Blair? <laughs> who the fuck is this?
0: I agree. Uh, I'll, uh, co-sign that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do. Th- there's things that are written in his email where it's like, this dude. I don't, I'm not telling you to be a dirtbag, mm-hmm. but, like, everybody wants a little bit of a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was like, I don't I don't adhere to the rating system. I don't agree with the rating system. Right. I have to get away from my ex-girlfriend to go to the next girl that I pursue. Right. And it's like, dude, you, you had put – and this is kind of back to the theme of this episode with the rules. You've put so many rules on this that you're not so sexy anymore. You know, he was sexy in that moment. He made it at the bar. He's talking with her. It's a little wrong because she knows the ex. She was into that whole thing. And then he was like, No, I'm an upstanding gentleman. And I will not.
1: He's been trained into that. It's either I would not be surprised that he either comes from a female uh, heavy family sure. where he's learned the boundaries with women and stuff like that, or he's been burnt. I'm not. I'm not against him being honest enough. I would love for a guy to be that honest sure. and say to me, "Listen, I'm going through something right now. Let's put it on the back burner." But that only is for a woman that wants to be in something and take the proper steps to go through something with you. I be think ready this girl for it. just wanted to fuck. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. was like, "I don't." Need the backstory and what the fuck's going on with you? If you trying to fuck or don't, fuck or not,
0: <laughs> and also she's like, you're fine, right? You know, right. he's thinking I am this type of man. Right? I am a, I'm a ten. Yeah. She's going to be obsessed with me. He's going to be in a, and, this guy's going to be
1: a great guy in his late 30s. Yeah.
0: For a woman like me. You <laughs> yes. understand
1: what I'm saying? Like, this is where, don't lose, sir. Do not lose who you are. Yeah. Just take a break while you're a little younger and playing have around. Some fun. Yeah, have some fun. You don't have to be that stressed.
0: J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Yamanika at Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. Busty babe riding the J train. What? She knows how to get this <laughs> podcast
1: host. I can't wait. Hi,
0: Jared. Hoping the subject line was enough of a hook. Uh, yeah, what do you work for? A yeah. PR department? Tickle, tickle, tickle <laughs> feather, feather, yada, yada. Love the podcast. Recent convert and promoter. Not like a creepy guy with a table at one hook on a Thursday, but a fun girl with friends who trust her seal of approval. Okay. Found it through uh, hearing you on another podcast. I enjoy your perspective. And find it all very relatable. So diving in. I am not someone who sleeps around. I really like to have something with someone. Feel a connection beyond physical before I go there. I don't have a number of dates set in mind before because that's weird. Obviously, it's particular to the person, the situation, and the vibes, etc. But I definitely don't sleep with anyone right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. The that being said, I feel an eye roll coming from my question, but it's real. And I don't always know how to deal with it. I have big boobs. Thanks to genetics, mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank well, lucky you, for thank her, you, genetics.
1: I also have big breasts. Well, this so is a good person
0: for the for I the question. They are always there and definitely over-sexualize anything I wear, even if it's not low cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. This is a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I and I I could you know I'm, listen as a big boob lover, <laughs> I agree. I feel like there's a tendency for people to prejudge or assume that I am more promiscuous than I am. Don't get me wrong. I love my boobs. They're great. And don't think I should try to hide something that's naturally there. Example of how this is manifested in the past. She writes, an example of the preconceived notion, I had been seeing someone for three months and like four days a week was getting serious and clearly not seeing other people. And about two months in, I guess he was asking what my number was and I was completely honest and he literally didn't believe me. We are no longer together, but that's another topic, subject, email altogether. But just reinforcing my stance and I genuinely feel that having a more sexual body being busty makes people assume certain things and I am not sure how to navigate that. Additionally, he assumed that all my close guy friends, I have a lot of close guy friends, completely platonic, and a lot of them have girlfriends, also not a serial killer sociopath. I have a very close group of girlfriends also. He sort of assumed my guy friends weren't platonic or assumed. I had slept with at least one of them in college. I haven't hooked up with any of them. But aside from his insecurities, the general idea is that guys make those sort of assumptions is really frustrating. I guess my question is, even though I have to wait to uh, I wait to have sex with them, which should be enough of an indication, or literally say that I like to get to know someone more first, how do I ensure guys that I'm not promiscuous, even if, they, if I can be flirty and fun and just happen to have big boobs?
1: Um...
0: That's a very interesting question. It is.
1: And she's it's two different things going on because just I'd like to know what her rating is, right? Because I am a busty girl Mm. and I have you know, I'm a big girl also, but I'm not out of shape fat big, Mm -hmm. right? So I have curbs. I have
0: have, lusciously thick De- deliciously, deliciously thick, thick right. is a like very apt guys. description
1: I have a big breast yes. I have like a, you know big ass mm-hmm. a lot of guys when they want you know fuck me they want to fuck me from behind they love my ass mm-hmm. I have a lot of ass play for men
0: and you're also getting a lot like you know you're everyone is someone's type
1: right you know right. when a
0: guy's walking around with an Asian girl that's right. his type I right. assume right. like a white guy if it's a Jewish guy with an Asian girl I'm like that you're showing right. your type. If I, if, if I'm with a bustier girl, that's my type. It, it, it's everyone's, there's a thing for everyone out there. Yeah, and no, when yeah, you get with sure. someone that you like, I'm sure you've been with guys before where you're like, I am this guy's type.
1: I've been with guys who I've been this guy's type. You know, I'll say this, I'm this guy's type. And then I've been with guys who I'm like, we, this is what I'm trying to get at. The, I have, I have, people who sexualize me a lot and probably people wouldn't think that I get approached in a sexual manner by men. Okay. Because, um, well, this is weird. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm I'm not, not going to say I'm I'm unattractive, but I'm not um tra- I'm not in the traditional beauty kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm
0: I hear what you're saying. I mean, I am a person. I follow on Instagram. I've said this on this podcast before. I follow plus-size models on Instagram because I I am attracted to them. Like right. very honestly and openly, like I'm like, "Oh, that is hot to me."
1: Right. The the fuller figure, the Yeah, black, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the
0: the the example, this girl's bringing to the table. I'm like, "Yeah, I would look at you and be like, it would be like steak. It would be like smelling steak. I'd be like, oh, right. I'm, I'm I'm salivating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's happening. It's just a bodily reaction. Yeah. So I, I do... You're going to be... I think the the fact that you, like... If you are into that type, you do come at someone.
1: But it's the type of, like... Body-wise, I know... I, people are very specific about what they want on my body, right? Mm. But in terms of... I have friends who are on the scale... Uh, 10 10 10 like I got some bomb ass gorgeous friends right who I see walking through life and I go thank God I'm not you know that I'm not at that level right because the amount of attention that they get from men I see them getting frustrated of like they're like, yeah, but y'all, yeah, like, guys come up to you and they want they they're interested in you and who mm. you are and talking to you, and then the se- sexual things will come up. Yeah, and versus like, I, if I walk down the street, I'm I I have guys talk to me as I hit, as, you know, especially up in Harlem, you know, mm. baby, blah 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 blah, blah <laughs> what's up, what's up? I so I get do I get catcalled? I do, sure, but. The amount, like, say, if I get catcalled three or four times in a day, right? Mm-hmm. I've got friends who get catcalled. Every man that passes them is going to catcall yeah, them. They,
0: well, they have they, a wider,
1: right, a wider grab, net. A and net then they, yeah, but see what happens is they also lose. Part of themselves because they go. I don't want a guy to just. They want. They want a guy to like them for more than what. Like, cause for you sure. don't know. Like, what do you? Are you really gonna be there for me? Cause I've seen those girls go through relationships where like guys are not really down for them. They just yeah. want to fuck them and then move on. They just
0: want to have that under right. their uh, under their belt. Yeah, that I, I I, yeah, I, I tap got that and I, I'm
1: not interested I, in I holding achieve. her down and then I'm done. Yeah, and so I don't know if she has more of my friend's problem or more of my problem. But in in my case. Because I, especially when I'm, if I'm out performing or whatever, you know, I will put my little cat suits on and shit. Yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. And I got my ass popping and whatever. You're bringing I, it. I'm always trying to like bring a jazz. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will at the same time. There's a difference. I think it's I think it's closer to my joke about not being rapable, right? Mm. Where I go, I don't really bo- I don't worry about getting raped. That's not to say I can't, but I don't really worry about it because I know a guy looks at me and goes, like, by the time I get say- finished saying what I got to fucking say, this dude's like, I don't know, this bitch might rape me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so once I get into a conversation with a guy, it's he's it's he, I'm, I let him know right away by the way that I'm communicating to mm-hmm. him and the things that we are talking about that he cannot go and to this sexual zone so what i would say for her is you have to start vetting people right away and getting rid of them Mm. if a guy is approaching you on some sex shit you need to turn him down right away and say yo you know i'm not interested that's not what i'm interested in If you want to have a conversation we have a conversation but i'm not interested in that the more she does that the guys that were only there for her body are going to disappear. Mm-hmm. The guys that really want to get to know her are going to either come back and say, "Yo, I'm sorry, should come with a different approach," or if she's not, you know, sort of losing interest in the conversation, they'll come at a different angle. You have to let people know how they're gonna how they ha- have to treat you.
0: What? I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And also, I'll say from like a guy's perspective for mm-hmm. for her, the guy, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. It's not because of your boobs that your guy thought that your guy friends were might have hooked up with you. It's because you're a good-looking girl to him, and he's saying, "I'm me, I got you." All these guys must want you too, and it's like an ego thing, you know. So I would say to her, like, you know, don't think that you're alone in this. And also for like your guy friends, like the only reason I'm suspect of guy friends is if they have no reason to be there. You met if they're friends from college, I'm like, oh, you guys met in college. Right. I get it. Whatever. Right. You know, I, I can understand how that friendship happens. If you have a guy, a bunch of guy friends that came out of nowhere, I'm gonna go, well, you're a good looking girl. I don't understand why they would mm-hmm. hang with you in in to not hang with someone else that they were trying to be together with. So understand that this is like a, a, that's p- a problem that's more I don't think it's about your boobs. Is, you know what I mean? Like I just think you're a beautiful woman and he's and- sitting there going, why right. why why does he why she want to be game? with me you know yeah. why and he's being a little self-conscious so get away from these guys that are putting their insecurities on you because yeah. it seems like this last boyfriend was an example where he was like well i i i put her on such a pedestal and i think also for a girl with who's a type mm-hmm. like her with big boobs a guy who where you're his type is going to hold on that much tighter right because he's like, I don't know when I'm, I'm so attracted to this girl that he's gonna hold on and hold so tight that it becomes a little bit of a nuisance. Right. And yeah. I think that's what this last guy did. So like, and I think that happens more to girls that have a look. You know what I mean? Like, I think if it's like a plain Jane type of girl, the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, get to know her." You right? Know. You have to get to know. Her.
1: You have to really seek in there.
0: And and for her, he's like, "I can't lose these tits." Right. You know, like, but some
1: guys look at plain Jane's and they're like, I, "That's what I want. I want a bitch." I, that's like,
0: "I can't know? lose this floorboard." You know, like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I'm just saying, like, her issues are universal. Like, it's not. As much yeah, you know. But and she I,
1: put two issues in there though. The the boyfriend thing and I think what you addressed with the boyfriend thing. I didn't think of, and I think that makes a lot of sense because it could be insecurities on his own. Totally, like, how if you mean to tell me nobody else trying to fuck these guys have to be trying to fuck you? But the the thing I I connected with her the most with is I understand when people come up to you and the only thing they want to do is de- deal in a physical yeah. way, and she wants she wants to know how can she just get guys to just come up to her and not to be about her breasts and not to be about her things. And, you know, I was a girl, I developed very early. Mm. I be- I had a womanly shape very early. I think I was 12. I had, like, huge tits at 12. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm running around trying not to wear a, a bra and shit, and it was looking crazy. And But I was somebody who did not have sex until I was 27 years old. Mm. So I had people all the time thinking I was having sex and I wasn't. I got accused of that all the time mm. because... Um, in the south, they always say like when a girl's developed, it's because she's received a man that's made her oh. body form. And it was like, nah, I was just a thick bitch mm. that had titties <laughs> and hips and shit. But it wasn't nobody coming in this fucking thing yeah. until I was twenty seven years old. Mm. Even the guy I had sex with for the first time as he was fucking me. He goes, oh, I, you're really a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. He was like, "I thought Surprise! you were playing." Yes, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't seen me. Fuck you. How long I know you? I haven't fucked yeah. you. You're like, come on, but you I, know.
0: But with the yeah, totally. And this th- also, like, listen to this chick. This is the reality you live in. Mm-hmm. Bring an umbrella. So understand, <laughs> I
2: love that.
0: you know, it's raining out. Don't complain. <laughs> it's, that it's raining. raining man. It's raining. Hallelujah hard penis yeah
1: because some bitches can't get no rain some of these bitches is a drought so
0: this is what i'm saying so go when you go out understand that you need the things and for her planning and you Mm -hmm. can if if a guy's planning for you that's all you can really ask if he's going and making dates and and physically coming to meet you then you got to trust him on that level and you got to put yourself in a position to get hurt but don't blame don't be like well, I can't find a guy because of my tits. Like right. you know, like that's your life. You know, you, there's girls that can't find a guy because of the you know A, B, and C. Right. So I think the thing, what can I personally do? Well, you can personally do is keep vetting these guys. Vet Understand em. that you're a type. Yeah. So guys are gonna come to you like zombies that smell blood. Yeah. So they're gonna come fucking over you and be like, oh titty 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 and then you gotta look at them and go, Are you a zombie or are you a real person?
1: Right. Yeah. Her she has to vet and and more and also remember this. I go I approach guys like this now. If I deal with the guy and I fuck him, will I regret if it does not work out? Or will I go, well, at least I had fun. Mm. And I think what she needs to do is like only fuck these dudes if you don't give a fuck what happens at the end of it. Mm. If it's a guy that comes up that's a creep and you go, I'm going to regret fucking this dude, don't fuck him. So I think she should really not fuck. I'm telling you, she needs to go a couple of dates and really get to know these dudes before she fucks because guys who are just about the tits, And fucking her, they ain't gonna come in with the right game plan, and they're They're gonna
0: and they tire quickly. Yeah, they're looking for, and that's the thing with with a guy that's just about a type. Types go home to masturbate. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) take it from you know, take it from I'll I'll tell you right now, if it's just the type, I will go home to masturbate pretty quick. I will give up quickly. If it's more that you know, I like you for you, and I'm enjoying your company. Yeah, I'll fucking put in the extra mile. Yeah. But I will give up in half. I'll be like, hi, I'm Jared. They'll go, hi. Okay. I'm going home. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to put in the energy. Uh, I think I just
2: popped my Guy- spleen. <laughs> guys
0: with types do not have the energy for the long run. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I go home. Let's do one news story, then we got to go because okay. I love having Yamanika on. We got to go. Uh, we'll do one news story. Shelby's got a news story real quick, but thank you, Yamanika, for coming on. You're the best. Thanks for
1: having me. You're All the of best. you go
0: follow Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. That 90 Day Fiance. When are you going to do the finale?
1: I'm going to do it by Sunday. I told everybody I'd do it so by so. Sunday. So this is coming out Friday. Yeah.
0: This is coming out Friday. Go and go check
1: it out. I have it for it you guys.
0: It's because I'll be watching. Yeah. No question. Shelby, what do you got? There's an article in
2: Business Insider about micro-cheating. Have you heard about
0: Micro-cheating. What is I the, think I have an idea of what it could be. Me too, but I let's go. What is it?
2: There's a psychologist from Australia named Melanie Schilling,
0: and she uh, kind of researched it. Of course, this is a woman. No dude is coming out with the fucking <laughs> article about micro-cheating, being like looking for more ways to get in trouble. <laughs> bob haskins like no 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 a bob didn't come up with this theory someone went up to bob the leading person and was like well, hey can you go into micro cheating and he's like ah no don't worry about it. i'll i'll stick with cancer the guy
2: from roger rabbit bob yeah Has- is that who it was? Yeah. yeah that's
0: bob <laughs> i don't know why that name came to mind my- he died recently Perfect, didn't he yes
2: I think it's it's a great guy
0: name. It's a good guy name. Bob um, Askins here. Oh, yeah, shit. I but this this was not a dude looking in the <laughs> micro cheating.
2: It's a micro cheating specifically. It's like if you list like a friend under a code name on your phone or you like you kind of you're like girl you really like but like as like a fantasy, you buy your girlfriend the same perfume mm. like those things like that hold on what mm-hmm. repeat that like if you found out like some let's say like somebody r- like really hot you work with who's like way out of your league but you like know what perfume she buys and like wears and you like the smell of it so you buy that for
0: your girlfriend
1: uh, you get it now yeah, you're trying to that, adhere this crush of yours yeah but this is the person
0: you're with so you're trying to like make them into yeah, another person them, yeah but this is actually, that's one of those things. That's not micro cheating. That's a creepy fucking dude.
1: How <laughs> can I was say? Like, like go,
0: can you imagine if someone came up to you in your office and was like, what are you wearing? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they came to the Christmas party and the wife is wearing the exact same thing that he had just asked about? That's
1: crazy. What
0: that's other crazy. examples? Is there another example? Like adding
2: more heart emojis in somebody else's text. Instead of like with your partner, oh, like more than like little. Well, big, that very sound very like you should
1: just pick up and go
0: date yeah. that other
2: person. Well, I mean, there's
0: just so many ways to get in trouble. Why these are you days.
2: sending
1: heart
0: emojis yeah. to someone? True, but also I, this is this is what I'm talking about. You're already like I don't want this. There, this is there. There's there are like the people that came before us. Yeah, we, they they could go and fuck and be like yeah my car broke down and the the wife would be like, oh, I'm so happy you're home. Okay. Yeah. If you went, if you, if you didn't come home at a night and you're like, yeah, my car broke down, they'd be like, well, I called your cell. (laughs) Uh, You didn't answer that. I texted you 700 times. I
1: called AAA. They said they didn't hear shit didn't hear shit. You didn't go to the pet boys down the street.
0: And 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 I I went on your Snapchat. You didn't update that for yeah. an hour. Yeah. Where's your Instagram story? I saw you looking at my Instagram story. How come you couldn't yeah. call? Yeah. And it's like. They, these eyes aren't, Mm -mm. men were not meant to live in these times. Mm -mm. To have, Mm -mm. because I can see it with. gotta be
1: a specter gadget to cheat out here.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. It is so, anyone that got caught cheating before 1990 was a fucking dumb piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Yo, lipstick on your (laughs) collar? They couldn't even rub, go to a fucking, they couldn't figure that out. No. Nowadays we got the cloud, you got the fucking tweet, yeah. Snap, Instagram, you like uh, something. Uh I'm gonna
1: bring in my own little sponsorship. Please go check your clouds. I <laughs> yeah, I, I picked something came up on my computer that had my cloud stuff on it. I saw old f- sex footage
0: oh, shit. of me
1: and this dude. And I was like, how did it wind up in this thing? Thank God I got I don't even know if it's lodged somewhere else. Check your clouds. They holding shit up in there. I bet you
0: Steve Jobs didn't even die. He's just sitting in that cloud (laughs) masturbating to all our old videos and bullshit. He just owns us so fucking hard. Oh, my God. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Also, go to my Instagram. You'll see Classic Shelb created a great promo for this show. Uh, Because the next next, uh, Fifty Shades movie is called Fifty Shades Freed so shelby did a little photoshop job it's great why
1: is there three movies
0: now with this it's insane no one asked for a 50 shades three right it's no. freed it's freed no. finally it's been freed yamanika thank you for coming on
1: i will be back
0: God. absolutely we yes. can't go on without you in this show <laughs> at yamanika <laughs> on twitter and instagram Go follow her, support her. She's yes. the funniest person Please. ever. And, and I want to
1: thank them. I want to thank your listeners for showing me so much love. You guys really have given me a lot of love, and it's very appreciated. Thank you so much because you don't have to do this. You don't awesome. have to do this, but this yeah. is the
0: thing. This is a, you know this is a free show. This is free entertainment. We're helping people through their commutes, yeah. uh, through their you know their everyday lives. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I know how much I value the podcast that I listen to as a fan. Yeah. So you know, we don't charge money. If you want to go to my Patreon, you can go there and help, you know, support. Yeah. That's money that goes back support into the artist. That's yeah. nice. But the real support in this day and age of like the economy of following is throwing your, you know, throwing your follow behind, mm-hmm. you know, artists like Yamanika, myself, anyone I bring on this show is because these are people out there doing it. They're creating stuff. And yeah. I always used to talk about the J Train rookie cards. There's going to be a moment and hold on. What? I know we're in overtime here. How many you? You're so funny on Fallon. Oh my God! Yes, I
1: completely forgot about that.
0: <laughs> you go on Jimmy Fallon. I can't imagine what someone like I and I think about this a lot. Yes. Someone at that live show because it was like oh. the next that week you were on Fallon. Yeah. Someone at that live show had a very intimate, fun experience with you on this show, answering questions, hearing the real you, mm-hmm. and then that week. Yeah. You're on Jimmy fucking Fallon. Cleaning it up, baby. Cleaning up. Cleaning. Hilarious, yes. funny. And like I get in this moment where I'm like, I say this with a lot of the comics I'm friends with. When yeah. I see them doing something, I'm like, oh. yes. But if I see someone that I support, you know, getting out of the world that I've found them in, mm-hmm. there's a certain amount. And I think as I can speak for the listeners, they, they got to feel good about that. So... Yeah, Oh, no, that's why you should be following and supporting the people to follow, that you like I from this I switch uh, it
1: up all the time. Uh, I switch it up. But I, you know what? Even if I have to be clean or whatever, I still bring the real essence of Yamanika with me. We, I,
0: know. I know this. I can, I can second that. So go follow Yamanika, at Yamanika on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freeber here every Tuesday and Friday. We will be back next episode. Boom.